Welcome, everybody, to Papa Spice's Hot Takes with Hans and Harry. How is everyone out in Internet land doing? Uh, we hope that you guys had a very happy holiday season. We are back, baby, starting season two here. We got some good content for you all. But first, before we get to that, Hans, how are you doing tonight, my guy? You know, I started this new year off like I started with 2021 with the uh, little thing, a uh, little sickness going around called COVID. So I, uh, you know, <sighs> two years in a row starting off the New Year's with it. So um, feeling a lot better, fortunately. But just what can you do? <laughs> you are Mr. So, Consistency. I, I don't think I, I don't think I left. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think I left my house over. Um, but, you know, somehow got it. Oh, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have rubbed that guy's stranger's head for good luck. <laughs> well, Santa? thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you do with Santa? I don't. Yeah. Uh, Sat on his lap and rubbed his head. <laughs> uh, well, at least you're uh, you're starting to feel a little bit better. And, you know, we're happy that uh, it was nothing too serious for you. No. Uh, Harry, how you doing, buddy? You know, I'm great. Um, life couldn't be better. Uh, I don't have COVID, so um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, listen, I hope everybody's safe out there. Um, thanks for listening past year. Um, I hope everyone's new year was good. Um, I'm excited to, to talk today about some stuff that we didn't get a chance because Spider-Man, you know, the Christmas holiday season was upon us and the love we were given that. Um, and I'm just excited to talk about some things we didn't see, uh, or that we did see that we didn't get the chance to talk about and touch base on. So that's, what's got me jovial tonight. Um, and also, you know, um, I'm just excited because I don't have to spend time with family and friends and catching up. I get to just, now I get to binge content. Part of my problem with Christmas break is it's not really a break. Like if you have all from work, you're, you're just visiting family and doing stuff and running chores and running errands that you don't want to do. And then it's like, I just want to watch movies and TV shows and play video games. And it's like, you're a grown man. You got to go do stuff. And it's like, you're right. So, um, you know, I think I caught more stuff after the holidays in the new year. But uh, I'm, uh, you know, I, I just I it bothers me every year. Every year I'm always like, this is the time I'm going to throw myself into this. And then I end up getting here into the new year. You know, maybe a new year's resolution for next year is that I will make more time for content word i like that i've been having that responsibility struggle since i was like 18 so <laughs> i i think it, it finally hit me to the point where i'm like Listen, oh like i'm a father now like i i, I can't I have, I have other things i have person. to do <laughs> yeah yeah listen i can only manage man, imagine you guys with uh children um having to, to catch up on the content so but we found time we found time yes. to catch up on some beautiful things we did find time. And as Harry alluded to, one of our topics tonight is uh, our winter watch list. You know, what we watched over the uh, the holiday break. And then our other topic is going to be our most anticipated uh, content for the new year for 2022. So uh, before we talk about that, let's dive into our winter watch list. Um, I'll kick it off here. I uh and these, these weren't in the order that I watched them, but I actually have them ranked uh, according to the scores I gave them on Letterboxd. But uh, I'll start with Don't Look Up, um, the uh, dark comedy from Adam McKay. Um, so I think the satire, uh, if you can call it that, because it's sadly more reality-based, um, I think the satire was pretty on point. Uh, the thing is, though, is that I'm not a 
a huge fan of dark comedies and I'm not a huge fan of disaster movies. And this was both. Um, so I, I don't know. It really just wasn't my cup of tea. I, and I don't know. I wasn't a, a huge fan of it. Mm. Um, I thought the cast performed superbly. You know, it was great to see Leonardo DiCaprio in a role where he wasn't, you know, the most handsome guy in the room or, <laughs> you know, the the um, action star or whatever. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Don't look up. Um, it was just a two for me out of five. I uh, wasn't a huge mm. fan. And again, I think it was just because I'm not big on those genres and there wasn't enough here for me to to dive in. Um, I know you guys uh, also saw Don't Look Up. Um, what did you guys think about it? Um, I, I, I went three out of five. Um, I, I kind of like, uh, the cast was as, as good as some of, some of them were like, I mean, I, and I don't know if this was in our group chat, like Jonah Hill is basically playing Jonah Hill. Like he's, he's a, yeah. like, there's, there wasn't a lot of range with him. And he's such a great actor that like, I just feel like they're, they just said Jonah, just, just roll with it, whatever, yeah. just be you. Um, but I, I, in terms of like the satire, like I think on letterbox, I put, this is the, probably the best documentary I've seen in a while. Um, it, it did <laughs> feel extremely real, um, in mm-hmm. some aspects of it. Um, but I, I, I'm opposite of you, Greg, where I, I love dark comedy and disaster movies, not so much, but like more, at least recent ones. But I, 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 I kind of ignored that part for, until, you know, certain parts of the movie, but I, I I like the dark comedy in it. Um, now this movie, I I'm so I'm surprised. Like on Twitter, there was like a war going on back and forth between people who like this movie. Like I feel like there was no like I was uh, in a very few mm. like of in between where people that either loved it or hated it. And if you hated it, then you were someone who didn't understand the message and you didn't under like. And I thought it was mm. like the argument was getting a little too far. Like you can enjoy movies without really digging deep into them like yes there was a message behind this but i didn't give it a three because i didn't support the message or i didn't understand it i gave it a three because it was a it was an okay movie in my in my book um but i i feel like the people that did not like it did not like it at all like they were kind of like saying oh well i i didn't laugh at all i didn't think it was that funny and i, and I just i don't know it, it I, I liked it i, I i'm like kind of like thought it was average um but like back to the cast like I did, I forgot like I think I only saw the trailer once. I didn't know like Meryl Streep was in this and Mark Rylance, who Mark Big Rylance role. is playing pretty much. If you've seen if you've seen Ready Player One, then you've seen Mark Rylance in this movie because he's playing almost the same exact character. Um, mm-hmm. But I, it's just like people who I didn't even realize like were even in it just happened to show up. Like I didn't know Kate Blanchett was going to be in it, and, and you know I liked it. I'm I, I could say that I, I it wasn't the best I wouldn't put it on my top 10 of the year um probably not even maybe probably squeak its way in maybe around like a 10 but it's it was it was average for me I I enjoyed it but I didn't I didn't like dislike it so oh Harry, by I the way it. that uh oh, yeah. that Riley Benna aka uh Ariana Grande song is a bop <laughs> I did oh, I really Blast. enjoy that yeah. 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 <laughs> I love uh, I love when I can see the wheels turning when Hanratty's coming up with his list and like where he puts it. Like I almost feel like the gears are shifting and he's like, not not top ten. Well, actually might squeeze in and you know, if I bump a couple things out. I love watching the uh the wheels work. Um, always with, those wheels are always in motion. 
they're always in motion, baby. Um, yeah, I, I'm with Chris, but I'm I'm also with you, Greg. I mean, I gave it three. Um, I mean, this this movie is piled with a cast of you know Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Mel Streep, Jonah Hill, Mark Rylance, and it just fell a little flat for me. Um, again, I'm with Chris. Like, you know, it was fine. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm always uh, the butt of the jokes when it comes to what was your thoughts, Harry? And I was like, it was fine. Um, you know, I felt like it. <laughs> I felt like it used the like it used the names of the characters to try and sell the movie, and I don't think it hit as well. Um, you know, Chris talked a little bit about the discourse on the internet, and I, I do think that's you know sadly what Twitter and a lot of the internet is for, as far as like either you're one way or the other. And this movie definitely leans politically, I think you know slightly more left. Um, you know, so I could definitely see where that might rile some others up, especially you know if you have a take and you go for it. Um, but it just felt to me that it was missing. Like I felt like the last, you know, and we're not going to go into spoilers here, but I felt like the last 30 minutes of the movie or even 15 minutes really tried to kind of bring it all home. And while the moment did feel a little poignant, it did also be like, where was this? Like the, why wasn't this in here the whole time? You know, Greg, you made the joke about like, uh, you know, Leo not being the leading man, but like they found some way to like, you know, make him messier than have him be like the heartthrob doctor you know, on the, or uh, not doctor, um, scientist on the, uh, or I guess maybe is a doctor. I don't know what a doctor of something. Um, so you know, doctor kind scientist. Of yeah, <laughs> Dr. Mindy, but Dr. Mindy, because every time yeah. they said Mindy, I thought they were talking about Jennifer Lawrence and it was confusing me for a minute. And I'm like, wait, who? Uh, like, there you go. But um, yeah, I felt like this was kind of, it felt a little flat for me, you know, especially the Adam McKay movies. I think we talked a little bit about it, you know, before, but it's like, you know, I think Big Short works really well. Vice, I think, you know, has its moments and it's a little bit more of a higher end, you know, and this movie is a little bit more of a satire, you know, definitely. I think that needs to be said um, with it, you know, having basically, you know, making fun of, you know, I guess the world in a way and having a, you know, kind of like Dr. Strangelove, but not as good of a movie at all and not as well done as a movie like Dr. Strangelove. Um, but yeah, so yeah, just running your mill, fine movie for me. I mean, I'm, I'm, I think I gave it a three. I probably fall in between you two and go with two and a half. Um, I do have one thing to say, though. I did find Jonah Hill to be still hilarious, even though he was very much Jonah Hilly. Uh, or the most Jonah Hilly that you can uh, that you can find in a in a movie. Um, Jonah at so. his hilliest. <laughs> yes, exactly. Jonah at his hilliest. I I he really reminded me of like of um his well I, it's him playing himself as this is the end like of all the Jonah Hill roles that you can That's kind of pick yeah, out yeah, yeah. that was called. that was him like very like kind of just always like stuck up and like it just seemed like very like know-it-all and smart asses but that but I, could, I was I like it, see... it's not super bad it was definitely it was definitely him playing himself yeah and this is but the i end. could see i could see how like greg or somebody you know could be like that was a little too much for me because you know i even like i the, again for me the cast like just didn't they they kind of gave him one note and they kind of played it and it was like there wasn't any growth there for the most part and it was just it, it was kind of all one note down the line for me um, and then tried to be something different in the last 15. It's like, okay, like, I guess you got the moment, the, 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 the moment across of what you were trying to get, but yeah, mm. just something you can skip. If you haven't seen it, I would say you could skip, but you know, if you're really a big fan of anybody we talked about or um, even an Adam McKay fan, it's worth checking out, I guess, but I would, I would say go in, go in with low expectations. You might come out actually enjoying it. 
Yeah, that's that's a perfect way to put it. I mean, I wouldn't say it was a bad movie by any stretch. It just it wasn't for me. Yeah. So. Um, All right. So moving on, my next uh, movie that I watched was Being the Ricardos. Uh, Man, I wanted to love this movie so bad, um, but it just uh, it was just okay. Um, One of the main things that I had a problem with was uh, Lucy's portrayal. Um, First, I will say I'm not a fan of Nicole Kidman, but I think she with her performance in the role, she knocked it out of the park. I can absolutely Mm. see um, her getting nominated for uh, award season for this role. Um, That said, I don't think the role was like Lucy's character was not super likable in the movie. And I'm not saying you have to be likable, but she was just very um, uber girl boss, but not like not in a pleasant way or I don't know. I feel like I'm coming off wrong in, in the way that I'm describing (laughs) it, but she just, she wasn't likable. She was constantly either on Ricky's case for something or lording over uh, the staff on her show. Um, She, there was no like really redeeming qualities about her and the reasons for her doing those things are valid, but she just, she wasn't likable. It wasn't a character that it was a character that was tough to be sympathetic towards just because of the way that her attitude came across. Um, but you know, that being said, again, Nicole Kidman's portrayal was really good. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of, uh, Javier Bardem as, um, Desi Arnaz. Uh, I mean, I, I used to watch, I love Lucy all the time and, I just I didn't see the resemblance when whenever I watched him on screen, it was Javier Bardem as Desi Arnaz and not Desi Arnaz. Um, So that was a little disconcerting, kind of took me out. And uh, I guess, you know, just my last point on it was um, I was really hoping that this movie was going to be, you know, it it doesn't necessarily have to be rosy colored or anything like that. But um, I was hoping for a wider look at um desi and lucy's relationship and the formation of desilu studios and like how everything came to be as well as production on the show all of that but the actual story the plot is uh just one week in their life uh and Mm. and it's a, a significant week because it's a week where it comes out that lucy might be a communist and uh lucy is pregnant and uh Uh, an article comes out where Desi is cheating and these aren't, I mean, this is all, you know, based on reality. Um, So it's, it's not like there's any spoilers there, but uh, it's just that one week. And again, I was kind of looking for more from the story. Um, Overall, I I gave uh, being the Ricardos a two. There just, uh, there wasn't enough there for me to, to really enjoy. So I didn't think it was that great of an effort from uh, Aaron Sorkin. Mm. Um, it doesn't look like you guys watched it. Do you guys have any thoughts or any plans on seeing it? Um, I, I actually do. And I, I, the only reason I want to say it is because of Aaron Sorkin. And mm-hmm. I, I'm like, his last movie is probably one of my favorite movies of 2020, which was Child of Chicago 6. Like, I, I've watched that movie like four or five times, which I, I'm in love with it. Um, it's so good. Um, but I think like that's the only, like, I, I've heard mixed things with this and it's kind of like with don't look up where i've heard people 
not necessarily like like being the Ricardos and people who like just can't they they say that like Nicole Kidman like a lot of people are saying like oh well she shouldn't be like she's not Lucy Ball I'm like first of all like it's it's a move she's acting like calm calm down <laughs> yeah. um Javier Bardem I, I I ever since I've seen him in um No Country for Old Men he everything he's ever in he's always just gonna be hobby he has that face like mm. he's a, a horrifying looking face. But he's such a good actor, so I'm like, and and, and you can't deny, like, it, I think he looks his best in like Pirates of the Caribbean when he has all that CGI, and he's all like ugly looking. But I, I just, I always like see him as like Javier Bardem, and I always see him as like No Country for Old Men. Um, but he's a phenomenal actor. But um, I've heard like what you said, where he's not exactly um, like the best choice for Desi. Um, but I, I heard the script was good. Um, I heard it was. It, it was overall like like a, a somewhat good movie. Um, I know it's on Amazon Prime, right? Yep. So yeah, so I don't have to go to theater check it out, which is great. Um, but I am gonna I, I do want to check it out just mainly because of Sorkin. I'm like a, a lot of his stuff that he wrote. I'm like huge fans of. Like um, Social Network is probably the greatest movie in the past 10, 15 years. So mm-hmm. um, you know he he has a, a solid track record, but. I do want to check it out. I just I think on my um, to watch list, it's it's kind of farther down there. It was a little off my radar. I thought it was only in theaters, and I honestly thought it was coming out in like three months. So when I saw you watched it, I'm like, oh, it's out. So <laughs> there we go. Uh, Harry, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I uh, I didn't care about this movie. Um, I mean, listen, as a, as a child of the uh, late '90s, early 2000s, you know, the Naked Night, you know, watching the I Love Lucy reruns on there, and you know, all those good shows. Uh, but this just didn't didn't grab me or interest me. Um, you know, so I had really no desire to seek it out. Um, the only way I will watch it is if it does get some noms, you know, come nomination time. Uh, if it does, then I probably will seek out the performances. Um, which will probably most likely be the ones that get nominated, I would assume. Greg, you mentioned a point about like having a dislikable character. It reminded me of uh, the 2018 film, uh, Can You Ever Forgive Me? with Melissa McCarthy. Um, it's a story about Lee Israel falls out of, you know, she basically turns to art as like a, a way of deceiving people and like selling art. And uh, I just found the character to be unlikable and it really kind of hurt the movie for me. So, you know, I wonder if this would have been like maybe a mini series or like some HBO max, you know, type of like eight episode thing, if it would have maybe been more of the, of the taste of what you were looking for, but sorry, it didn't, didn't hit expectations, but uh, yeah, I'll probably, probably skip this one. Yeah, no, it's, you know, it's all good. It's just, uh, it's tough to, you know root for the protagonist when they're not sympathetic (laughs) they're just kind of unlikable um uh, one other thing i forgot too is jk simmons is in this uh i forget the actor that he's playing but the the actor he's playing is the guy that portrayed fred mertz on i love lucy and jk simmons is terrific in this like he is he's really really great so um he was a bright spot for the movie uh, okay, so next up on my winter watch list, I had The Matrix Resurrections. Um, yeah, so this was interesting for me. Um, the first, I'd say, third of the movie, like the first act, I was not really feeling it at all. Um, they kind of play around with what is real and what isn't. Shock, shock for a Matrix movie, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
it just, um, I don't know. It, it didn't grab me, but I stuck with it. And I was rewarded because the second and third act were much better for me. Um, really action packed. And uh, it explains a lot of stuff. Um, the direction that it went with tying into the, you know, the, the previous trilogy that came before it, uh, I was happy with. Um, it was, it was enjoyable. Uh, it was nice to see, um, you know, some of the actors return specifically uh, Carrie Ann Moss and, uh, and uh, Keanu Reeves um, nice. and the new additions uh, specifically Neil Patrick Harris. He did well in his role. Um, trying to think of what else. Uh, one, I guess the other thing that held me back from really, really uh, digging this movie is um, there are parts of it that are kind of confusing. Uh, and specifically, nice. they deal with the characters of Morpheus and Agent Smith. I found their storylines and origins very convoluted uh unnecessarily so so that kind of hurt my enjoyment a little bit because it's like what exactly is going on here i i yeah. don't know um but other than that you know I, I thought the movie was really solid and it's uh it's definitely one of those where when i go to rewatch the matrix movies i'm gonna include this in there um i thought it was nice. worth my time yeah, so I uh, I rated it a three out of five on Letterboxd. Um, Hands, I know you started to watch it. Uh, what are your <laughs> initial thoughts? Talk um, about right. confusing. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> this this disclaimer. This is probably since they released a trailer and like or even announced they were doing it. Um, I, I was like very in, like anticipating this movie. Like I I and a lot of the I'll the trilogy gets a lot of hate especially the second and third movies. Um, I, I know, I don't, I know, I don't know a person who hates the first one, but the second and third are very, like a lot of people do not like them. I'm not in that camp. I, this is one of my favorite trilogies of, of all time. Um, and I actually, another list. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, I love reloaded and revolution and um, resurrections was like kind of interesting to me because I, I, the first, well, at least the first like half or so that I saw, um, I thought they were going to just basically redo the matrix because there's a lot of talk about in the matrix of how many times it's been rebooted. And I thought it was just going to basically be like a cut and paste remake. Um, from what I saw, it wasn't like, it, it's pretty like it's tiptoeing on that line of, like you had said, what's real, what's not. Um, I, I like the new cast so far, like um, Jonathan Groff, who is, it, I think he, um, I don't want to say he's an underrated actor, but I think he could be like a really good up and coming actor from what I've seen him in. Um, you know, he's mo probably most famous from either Manhunter or um, Frozen. Mindhunter. Uh, um, and Hamilton. Um, but yeah. My, yeah. But other than that, I, I, I just from what I, I got to the point where maybe it was a little before half is where um, I guess. And they show it in the trailer where he has that back and forth where he screams like Mr. Anderson. And yeah. that was like kind of where I stopped. Um, so I was maybe about like 40 minutes in. Um, I have every intention probably tomorrow to re to watch it. But from what I saw, like I actually, you know, I, I, it was, I can see that being a rough first act, but I guess I have to feel kind of see the whole movie to really make the whole kind of thing uh, come together. Um, this is another one. I, there's a lot of 
um, decisive movies out there where people either love it or hate it. I've seen people who actually are defending this movie like to the death. Um, I hope I'm in that camp, but um, you know, as I get older, I just respect more in people's opinions. I'm like, you don't like it tough. Like I did. So I got something out of it that you did. Um, so I, I think like, you know, hopefully maybe on the next episode that we record, I'll, I'll have like a better rating, but from what I saw, I like the idea of where it's going. I think the execution in the first act was a little eh, like I, I think it's supposed to be confusing, but maybe when I watch the second and third acts, I'll uh, understand what the hell I was watching. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I love Keanu Reeves. I'll watch. I'll watch literally anything with Keanu Reeves. Like I, I think. Yeah, he's a, I, he's a man of the moment right now. I think he is. A, he's not the best actor. Like when we did best actors, he's not the best in top five. <laughs> but you got to admit, like he, like his appeal in movies is just is phenomenal. Like I, I, I won't. I don't ever want to miss a Keanu Reeves movie because I think he puts like so much into acting, even though he's not a great actor, but he just like loves his job so. I agree with you. And I think like another thing that helps with that is he is an immensely likable human being, Um, you know, just like Brendan Fraser. uh, You know, he he's the type of dude that uh, just seems really genuine. Uh, Not that I've ever met Keanu, but (laughs) he seems like a really nice guy. Yeah, I have it on my bucket list. I have it on my bucket yeah. list to just cat like to just have a run in with him on like a subway in like New York one day, just like and just say like have a conversation with him. He seems like the kind of guy that like I if if I said like hey Keanu like nice to meet you like I feel like he would talk to me more than I would talk to him, and he just like he seems like that really like nice guy. But you know, we'll see. Maybe he, you know what? Th- those are all stories though. What if he's a real jerk? Oh man, uh, I, I don't it. even. It would, it would shatter my my conscious shatter. Uh, <laughs> Hair. So I know in preparation for this, you rewatched Listen. the first Matrix, right? I so did. You, I did. Any plans to see this? Yeah. So my problem with this, and as as the holiday season, you know, I probably saw the rewatch the Matrix 1999 in like uh, early December, I think it was. Me and uh, me and my boy Dominic, as you guys know, we went and saw it. Um, do I need to watch the other two? That is my question. Should I gear up and do the full swing before jumping into this, Greg, before jumping into resurrections? I would recommend it, but if you, if you are sure that you remember enough stuff from the movies, then well, you can skip, but this is where it gets crazy. Cause I've seen the first one. Absolutely love it. As as hands was saying second one, I've actually enjoyed. I snuck into that when I wasn't old enough. That was a cool moment. I said my parents were in the theater and they just let me in. So that was cool. Um, little did they know my parents were in a completely different movie. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Tales from <laughs> Tales from the Crypt there. Um, and uh, I never saw the third one. Um, so I never saw this trilogy ended. Uh, that was that that was my holdup is, you know, you start running into this of like, how much do I need to know? How much am I going to be that person? Like my mom in a Marvel movie where it's like, oh, that person's here. Who is that? What does that mean? Um, so I think I'll do a, a rewatch of the other two before I dive into this. And, you know, um, it was something that I really wanted to see after watching the original matrix because I watched an IMAX and it's, it's one of those movies that, you know, and I'll, I'll talk about another movie that I watched over the winter when we get to it, but you just watch and you're like, wow, like this movie really had such an impact on this, you know, next series or, you know, bullet time, you know, um, and how we, you know, talk about action movies and you know sci-fi and stuff so 
um yeah really important movie um obviously wasn't important enough to finish the trilogy um but you know that's what happens when you're 16 and the matrix three comes out and you're like i'd rather just go try and talk to girls and uh you know watch football or something so um you know those things happen so apologies to the matrix heads out there but uh i uh i'll, I'll circle back i promise yes you definitely I, should yeah i can Go tell ahead. you there's a point in reload it that i know immediately when a lot of people just like fell off the matrix train was when they introduced the architect and that old guy looked like uh colonel sanders and mm-hmm. Um, I, I, and I haven't watched reload. I watched reload it maybe two years ago. I try, I was going to do the same thing and rewatch all of them, but I, you know, I, who has time when Stardew Valley exists? Um, <laughs> ah, so go. I, um, He's but I, I, those crops. I, I remember a lot of people like sitting through that whole scene where the architect was trying to explain the matrix, what it was. And a lot of people are like the hell just a, a, what the hell just happened and be like, this story really just got way out of hand. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, but I, 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 I'm interested in when you watch the third one to see what you think because um, it's very dis- decisive. So a third and fourth. Oh, the third. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. No, you're. you're um, I, I will let you know. I, uh, you know, maybe this far removed, it won't have as much impact on me because, I mean, that's true. You know, internet wasn't. A, I mean, social media wasn't a huge thing then. But uh, that's you fair. Know, I definitely remember a lot of people being like that was that was bad. So, well, they're wrong. uh okay you tell them next up um that was it for my new movies i i actually revisited or not revisited but uh watched a couple older movies for the first time uh and the first one was darkest hour uh starring gary oldman Mm. as winston churchill yeah um this was one that i had meant to see when it was out in theaters i just never had a chance and then uh i saw it streaming i want to say on netflix um so i decided to pop it on one night and uh i really enjoyed it um you know to be honest i there's not a ton i have to say about this other than two performances that really stood out one was minor one was major uh the minor one was ben Mendelssohn as uh king george um he doesn't have a ton of screen time, but when he's on there, he's uh, very commanding and um, nice. uh, does a really good job. And then the other, of course, is Gary Oldman mm-hmm. as uh, as Winston Churchill. I mean, he was just this role is such a tour de force for him. And I, I believe he won uh, best actor for it. Correct. Uh, yeah, do, he did. You know yeah. A fan here? yeah, I'm okay. pretty yeah, sure he, he, did. he won yeah. at the Academy Awards. So. So, yeah, I mean, the movie has slow points. It is, after all, a historical uh, drama. Um, it's not all guns a-blazing. In fact, there's very little of that. It's kind of like <laughs> Lincoln in that regard. Just, uh, you know, yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of talking. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing, uh, especially when you've got somebody of Gary Oldman's caliber. But he's a guy who, you know, again, uh, just gets lost in this role and you don't see him. You only see the character he's portraying and uh it was just irresistible you you really couldn't uh or i should say i couldn't take my eyes off him whenever he was on screen so i really enjoyed the movie um being a uh, a bit of a history buff as well as a, a fan of gary oldman um i gave it a 3.5 out of 5 have either of you guys ever seen uh darkest hour um i i wanted to i and this was one that same thing where i think when it came out uh, i missed it 
and never really kind of went back now that I think I did see it on Netflix. So I, 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 that's the kind of movie that I will pop on. And, you know, now that I, I feel like Netflix just added a bunch of stuff that I've been wanting to watch like for years. And now, now I'm good. Um, another one that actually, I think that you have on there, your next one that you're going to talk about is another one too. Um, uh, so no, I haven't. So I can't say much about it. I love Gary Oldman. Um, when you first purchased on your list and, and I was kind of going to IMDb to see if like, kind of just take a look at it and all, there's another darkest hour movie that came out in 2011 with Emil Hirsch and Joel Kinnaman, which is like a disaster movie. I yeah. have seen that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have seen that. And then I was going to kind of put a like, no, and I'm like, wow, Greg's watched this. Like, all right. All right. <laughs> and then I'm like, I guess nah. we'll talk about this. I guess we'll talk about this. And I'm oh, like, and then man. I saw like on the list, I'm like, Oh, that darkest hour. I'm like, Isn't I'm pretty sure he's talking about that one. Isn't uh, that one the one with the lights and like they need yeah. to like oh goodness. Yeah, it's like a sci-fi a, movie, I think. What it's a, a, it's a yeah, no, it's totally a, it's different a, movie. It's it's poop. That's the darkest hour. This is darkest hour. Darkest. Thank you. Yeah. So, <laughs> Get it right. Uh, so I will say that no, I've not seen uh Darkest Hour yet, but um with you know, I'm same thing with you, Greg. I'm I'm you know, I like these biography movies and gary oldman's great so hey, old train yeah man that dude can do anything yeah he really, he really i mean this i mean listen if you're gonna go watch uh darkest hour the reason is for gary oldman and his performance in this and as you know greg mentioned a nice ben mendelson performance i have not seen it um it's one of those movies that you know happens every year for me around oscar season where you try to catch all the performances and Everything that I had heard about this movie was Gary Oldman, Gary Oldman, Gary Oldman. And it becomes one of those things where it's like, okay, I, I, he's the best thing in it. Like, I'll get to it. You know what I mean? And just never made it around. And he won the Oscar for it. And then I was like, all right, I should probably check it out. And then, you know, it goes away and you just forget about it. Um, but yeah, definitely on my to watch list, the never ending to watch list. But, uh, you know, um, and I think it's a, it's a nice like hour 45, Greg, or hour 30. I think it's fairly Shorter, uh, I don't I'll, remember, I'll but I didn't up. make a note about it in my review, so it was probably like two hours. Unbelievable, probably around there. Um, but yeah, I thought it, I thought it was short, but I could be wrong yeah. on that. But um, yeah, no one one that's on the list, but yeah, yeah, it was two hours and five minutes. So if you're going to see it, uh, there it did win. Um, it was nominated, I think, for six uh, Academy Awards as well. But yeah, everything was was Gary Oldman on that. So if you're if you're an Oldman head or you want to watch a, a great performance. That's one to keep an eye on. Old head. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, we're your fan club, the old heads. <laughs> the old heads. <laughs> um, and uh, finally, my last movie on the list is 2017's Wind River, uh, starring oh Elizabeth Olsen and Jeremy Renner and uh, John Berthal is in there as well. Um, Love my man. Holy Johnny. smokes. This movie. So this is a movie that I just I remember there being just a slight bit of buzz about when it came out and I happened to be scrolling through Netflix. I saw it on there, threw it in the queue, and I just figured that would be it and never returned to it. But lo and behold, the mood struck me and I was like, you know what? Let me give this movie a shot. And when I have movies like this, like I literally don't know anything. I don't remember the trailer. I I don't even really read the uh, synopsis for um, uh, on Netflix or whatever streaming service. I just kind of pop it on and go in blind and yeah. Wow. This movie was so good. Like it was yeah. 
fantastic. I cannot believe how good this movie was. And um, it, it was just, you know, look, clearly from this pod, you all know uh, that I am a huge Marvel Studios fan. And, you know, there's there's no denying that. Uh, but come to the dark nice. side, Greg. Come on over. The water. Well, fine. what I'm going to say is, you know, the, <laughs> the actors in the MCU inhabit those roles so much and so often. And not that they're, you know, their performances are are less than because they're in a superhero movie. But, you know, there are action in these movies and it doesn't leave as much time for character development and nuanced performances. And that's what we got from these guys in Wind River. And it was, oh man, this movie was just so good. It was, it was desolate and gripping and, you know, a riveting story yeah. and there was tense and it, oh man the score was haunting and beautiful at the same time. It was just a really nice thriller. Uh, not even nice. I mean, it, it was superb. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I'm downplaying it. Uh, Taylor Sheridan was the director. He did a fantastic job. Um, I cannot recommend this movie enough. I rated it 4.5 out of five stars. I mean, this was close to a perfect movie for me. And it, it came as such a shocker because of, like nobody is talking about this movie why and granted i know it's like five years old at this point but like why is this not a bigger deal and then one of my friends shout out katie you know she left a comment on my review um saying the same thing like i can't believe there was no buzz about this so yeah by all means if you guys are gonna do one thing or watch one movie please please do yourselves a favor go on netflix check out wind river uh just a fantastic movie Tell me you guys have seen this, please. As I just alluded to, I did not, but <laughs> since that, but um, that that was the other movie on Netflix that you you know that you I said you you brought up um, that I've I've been I and I Greg I remember like same time with you there was a ton of buzz around this movie and I just never went back like I haven't I I just remember on net when it was on Netflix before I think they took they added it and took it off and added it back on. I remember saying, I'm going to watch this movie. I'm going to watch this movie. And I never did. And they took it off. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm screwed. Like, I guess I would go to Redbox or wait for it to come on another service. So I just noticed like two weeks ago, they added it back on. So I'm like on that train of, I I really want to get back to like catching up on movies that I haven't seen, like such like that, like, like this, Um, you know, Jeremy Renner is, I, I, from what I've heard, like, this is a movie that like outside of Marvel, he's such a great actor. And I, I heard like, there's nothing short like of like his talent in this. Um, you know, I love them in the town and, and uh, assassination of Jesse James, which is like top five favorite movies of all time. And um, yeah, I just, I really want to go back and watch this and I just hearing you like the fact that you liked it and, you know, it's kind of hyping me up. Like I might skip that second half of matrix tomorrow night and uh, watch this instead, <laughs> but you absolutely um, should. <laughs> yeah i actually yeah, matrix, I, I matrix will be there in like two weeks bro it'll still be there for another two or three weeks do yourself a favor don't sleep on this movie all right got it all right watch it tomorrow <laughs> night i'll report back okay hair <laughs> wind river yeah i've uh, i've seen it i was actually one of the ones in the theater uh either opening weekend or the weekend after seeing it um so the problem with this movie is that it came out in august dog days of august in the middle mm. of august around august 18th or so um, looking at the release date for it. So that's part of the reason it was right before, you know, the award season. And I, you know, I think it would have been tough to get it, but this is, this is my problem a lot of times. And, you know, 
Um, Taylor Sheridan, he's probably one of the hardest working guys in, uh, in show business right now. Um, and I'll, I'll go over his IMDb a little bit, but I mean, he did one of my favorite movies and one, one of Chris mentioned top five, one of my favorite movies of all time is Sicario. Um, and he wrote that as well. Um, he didn't direct it, but he wrote it. Um, you know, this wind river and hell or high water were his three movies that kind of, you know, focus on the, the Midwestern part of the country that doesn't get a lot of love a lot of times. And, you know, not not having that bias, but not having a movie set in California or in New York or on the East Coast can sometimes kind of cause that. You know, we see it all the time when Creed, you know, when Creed came out, you know, in the Philadelphia area, that was one of the most popular movies. And um, but yeah, Wind River is great. Um, highly, highly would recommend it as well. Um, you know, Taylor Sheridan, he's written a lot of stuff. He, he also worked with Jeremy Renner on uh, Mayor of Kingstown, not to be confused, confused with Mayor of Easttown. Um, so the sequel, uh, yeah, no, totally, two totally different shows, but he also writes for the show Yellowstone. Uh, his most recent movie was those who wish me dead with Angelina Jolie, which was, wasn't terrible, but definitely wasn't great. It, I would put it in that fine category. Um, you know, so, and he's written pretty much all the episodes for the majority of mayor of Kingstown and Yellowstone. So he's, he's a really hardworking guy. Um, so we definitely, when his work comes out, I try to keep an eye on it. Um, haven't watched Yellowstone, but I know our buddy Tim raves about it. Um, but yeah, wind river, not going into too much detail about it, but yeah, definitely a film that's, you know, if it's in that Netflix queue, it's, it's one that's probably in like hidden gems or something of like, you know, um, but yeah, it just didn't get, I, I, maybe I was part of the problem. Maybe I didn't give it enough love at the time that it came out. Maybe I didn't tell enough people. Um, yeah, man, you weren't chirping uh, at me. No, I wasn't. I must not have been. But um, yeah, it's four out of five on my letterbox. Um, but yeah, absolutely love this movie. And yeah, go see it. You heard it here How first, you... folks. Don't sleep on it. How do you watch Mayor of Kingstown? Uh, no. So I haven't seen that either. Um, that was okay. one that was like, I remember it was coming out, but I think it's only on Peacock or it's on Paramount. Paramount Plus. Yeah, so, yeah Paramount. So it's the same it's as Yellowstone. Of... Yeah. It's one of those where like not a lot of people have it, but you're probably your parents do if, if they have any streaming services. So, um, you know, so, yeah, I would say I haven't checked it out, but uh, it's on the list. But Mayor of Easttown's great. So don't see Mayor <laughs> of Kingstown. Mayor of Easttown is pretty good. So fair enough. All right. Hands, what you got for us? What do you, What's your winter watch list like? So I we went through a couple that I had watched with matrix and um, don't look up, but uh, the other one that I had was Encanto. Um, I think I've mentioned in the past, we are a very um, Disney heavy family in my house. Um, So, you know, mildly, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so we didn't uh, catch this in theaters. I know it got released in um, November. So we were waiting for, I didn't know it was coming out in Disney plus so quick. And um, so Catherine had recommended we watched it. Um, I, honest opinion. It, it was good. Um, you know, I, I, I find that Disney animation, like I, I didn't even know it was a musical. Like, I think I, I might not mm. even saw the trailer. I've noticed like all Disney now movies that are non Pixar are pretty much musicals. Um, I should have expected that, um, right. but it was, it was a good story. Um, I, it didn't end the way I like, I kind of go the way I thought it was going to go, but that's not, I mean, that's Disney fashion where they kind of put a lot of heart in their stories. Um, I, I thought the music was catchy. It was lit by, I, it was it directed by 
It wasn't directed by Lin Manuel Miranda, was it? No, no, no. He, uh, he wrote he the wrote song. He wrote it and wrote the music. Yeah. Okay. Well, he did some. Um, of the, I don't know if he did all the music, but I know he did some of it. Yeah, he did some of it. Yeah. Okay. But, Majority um, of it, probably. I, I thought it was cool. I, I the, the voice casting was pretty cool. John Link, Link Guzamo, whatever he shows up as, you know, <laughs> nice, nice to see him. Nice to see him still around. Um, but it, it was good. Um, I, I, I would definitely recommend it to any Disney fan. It was my favorite of um, Disney animation movies recently. Like beat now like frozen and um like moana and those but yeah it was i give it a three out of five mm-hmm. um did you guys i know how you had on your list greg you had already watched it right beforehand yeah i saw it in theaters okay. um so yeah uh with Encanto, um i really enjoyed it uh i will say the story doesn't tread new water you know it's kind yeah. of the only person who isn't special actually is special because she isn't special. Like, you know, it's one of those <laughs> deals. Um, but that said, uh, the scenery was lush and gorgeous. Uh, the songs yeah. like Chris alluded to were, uh, were, you know, excellent and catchy. Um, I, I almost wonder if Lin-Manuel Miranda has like some type of deal with Disney because, you know, he, he wrote the music for, uh, uh, Moana Mary, and, uh, Mary Poppins and yeah like and a, a lot Hamilton of like was on things. Disney. Yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. got to have some type of deal, which, Hey, more power to him. And if that means more LMM for us, then bring it on. Cause I'm, I'm a huge fan. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed Encanto. Uh, I gave it um, 3.5 out of five. Uh, and I actually, I think I might've liked this a little more than Luca, um, which I had watched recently as well. But, uh, um, but yeah, in terms of like, you know, all-time classics. No, nah, this isn't making any list, but it was an enjoyable movie. Uh, we love Luca. Finn, Finn absolutely adores Luca. <laughs> oh, he doesn't nice. have no idea what's going on in the story. He just likes when they're fish and then they're humans. <laughs> so. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Know, right? Yeah, we've all seen a uh, big right. I mean, who doesn't love it when a fish and a bird, Little Mermaid? What you mean, Splash? You mean splash? Yeah, not big. Big probably, is when he's big. Oh, right. <laughs> right. no. no, man. It's been a long day. Uh, it's been a long day at the Oscar card back. Wow, I, wow. I was like, there's no mermaid in big. Um, <laughs> oh, goodness. Wrong, wrong uh, Tom so, Hanks film, right? Yes. So, Encanto, uh, hair thoughts? Yeah, um, I enjoyed this one. Gave it three out of five as well. Um, you know, probably leaning, you know, similar to you guys. Not a, not a game changer by any points. I do... Well, I mean, the uh, the one song, the house of uh, of Madrigal, the house of Madrigal is uh, is in my iTunes now. Uh, play it all the time. Me and the wife. That's why I was. So it's uh, it's a lot of fun. And uh, my 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 one thought and maybe it's just because of covid and because everything's been backpiled. But I could use a little less men Lin-Manuel Miranda tunes in my in my movies um i'm kind of getting a little little weary of it not not like in a bad way but just like you can tell when it's a lin-manuel miranda song and it's kind of like oh here comes the beats of this and you know um you know these ones i don't think hit as good as some of his other you know films um so but guys i know we're audio only now but i wish you could see the disappointment on (laughs) mine Uh, and hans's faces with harry (laughs) i i I will say like it's been a lot it's been a lot it's been a lot to support his argument in terms of like you know it's a lin-manuel beat like i think like maybe the second song or maybe even like towards the end of the verse um my wife had said catherine she goes 
did Lin-Manuel Miranda write the music for this or any of it? I'm like, I don't know. And then like, I think they were like rapping at one part or like had like that quick beat. And I looked, I'm like, yeah, he wrote the songs. (laughs) I mean, you know, he directs Tick, Tick, Boom. Into the Heights came out this year. You know, you guys already talked about some of the other stuff he's been involved in and now and now in Kanto. Um, It's just, uh, you know, a little, a little, a little less, you know, let's take 2022 off. You know, find find your new thing, you know, um, and then go for it. But uh, Tom Hanks can act in like six movies in a year. <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda can write songs for five movies. Fair enough. Amen, Fair brother. Enough. Well, I don't think we're having any Finch talk or whatever that, that show on Apple TV. No, I'm not was, talking so. about that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll skip that, I guess. Um, but yeah, three to five, very solid. Um, you know, if you're a Disney fan, you'll enjoy it. Um, for Luca, I haven't seen Luca yet, but... Uh, you know, the wife saw it. So it's like on me to watch it on my own. So it doesn't really get, uh, you know, I try to watch other things that are uh, <laughs> available for my free time. Um, yeah. The, uh, the other thing I watched that we didn't talk about was, uh, the, and it just, it just dropped five days ago was um, the f- deep, the fourth season is a fourth or fifth. I don't even know. Um, of fourth. fourth of Cobra Kai. Um if you, this is the most bizarre, like this, I, I wish I, I'm going to go out and say like, this is not like going to win any Emmys. Probably not. It, it, I don't it's not a good show, but it is extremely enjoyable. Like this is, this is never going to go on my top. It might actually at one point go on like my top 10 favorite. Like I, I'm not a sitcom, but it like, just, it's such a, like in terms of enjoyable, it's so great. And like the choreography, like I'm not even a fan of the karate kid movies. I don't like them that much. Mm. Um, but Preach. I do, I do love that in past seasons, like how they brought back, you know, um, crease and some of the kind like, and you know, they get, give some backstories on these characters that you thought were just like, like pieces of crap basically. And they give them like at least some kind of like depth to their character and not just like a, like a, I mean, the villain from the first movie, other than Crease, Johnny, is the one you're rooting for through pretty much this whole series, which, you know, it's a nice spin on it. Um, I mean, yeah. if you haven't watched Cobra Kai based on grown up uh, Danny and, and Johnny, um, now their friends are bad, like, whatever. It, it, they go back and forth throughout the series. Frenemies. Um, <laughs> frenemies, yeah. Um, they bring back uh, Johnny's old karate coach and, you know, other people show up in the past seasons and. You know, I think they they are really relying on the um, kind of the going backwards to bring back old characters. And I, I think that it's kind of working um, that they're really relying on that on that fact of people knowing who these characters are from from the 80s. If you don't, they do a great job at explaining it um, yeah. season. The, I, and I know you guys haven't watched the, the new season yet. Um it, it, it really dives into a lot of character development. The choreography in the in the karate in this season is so well done. Like they they really improve it from previous seasons. And you know, Johnny is Johnny. He's probably one of my favorite like favorite characters in TV or streaming in the past few years. Like he's he's so great. So um, I know you guys haven't watched it yet, but I think you got you're all caught up on. One through three, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Hair. That's my it's my Cobra yeah. Kai. I I love it. <laughs> um, yeah. Somebody who doesn't also like the Karate Kid or thinks it's fine. Uh, more of a more of a, a Jaden Smith kind of guy myself with Jackie Chan. Um, I'm just kidding, but uh, it's solid. Uh, but yeah, I did we'll, enjoy we'll, that movie. 
yeah I, I enjoyed it too i didn't want to like diminish it but like i kind of prefer that one if i'm being honest um you know this if anybody knows me and i mean you got listeners out there you know have listened to my uh arty taste uh wouldn't think this show would be up my alley but it really is um because i'm a sucker for a high school drama um, I've never seen so many kids in high school who are obsessed with karate in the Valley. Um, it's a real problem in there. And like, it seems kind of contained. Um, no one else seems to care about karate, but I, I do find it interesting. The take on the show. I, I wish more things like more content from the eighties, whether it be movies or television shows, or even older than that, or whatever previous stuff would do a spinoff like this fashion of totally changing the perspective or seeing, you know, the difference of where these characters have been, but William Zabka who plays Johnny Lawrence is absolutely incredible on the show. Um, would highly recommend it. Um, Cobra Kai is a show to watch. Um, even if you're not a fan of the karate kid movies, you, they, they really do a good job in the first pretty much every season when they introduce an old character of under making you understand why, um, and where this character played a role in their life. And it's not like they do some cheesy flashback. They literally just show footage of the old movies. Um, so that's really helpful for someone who doesn't care about the older movies. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, this is, uh, this is one of the Netflix shows um, kind of like big mouth for me where like it comes on and I just watch the season at some point and just go, that's really good. And then it's like, Oh, here's another season. This is great. Um, so really excited to dive into Cobra Kai. Um, Papa, I think you said you started the new season, but you're not that far along. Yeah, my wife and I are a couple episodes in, and uh, I mean, hey, it's more of the same, and I love it. Um, you know, I don't, I, I wouldn't say from what I've seen so far that this is any better or worse than what's come before, but um, I loved what came before, so that that means this is enjoyable for me. And uh, I haven't seen there a ton go. of um, fighting yet, so I'm looking forward to what hands was uh, kind of hinting at. Um, but yeah, uh, man, Cobra Kai, I'm, I'm really shocked uh, that you enjoy this hair because I did not think this would be your thing at all. Yeah. I mean, it's something where I feel like in the first two seasons, especially like there was going to be a point where like I checked out and I was going to be like, this is like, cause it is, listen, as I mentioned, it's, it's, karate in the valley it's like the most important thing like i've never seen this anywhere else in the world espn isn't even like i mean i i would attribute it maybe not the same but like queen's gambit how like everybody really got in the chest for a moment and i feel like every time cobra kai comes around everybody's like talking about karate um but it's it's something for me where i feel like it would try to pull me out in the first two seasons each time and every time i'd be like oh this is what the character is going to do it would kind of surprise me and that's what really kind of kept me going those first two, the first two seasons of being like, oh, I, I see that I, I didn't see the exact heel turn coming. Um, and it's just, uh, you know, everybody's got those fun, cheesy shows that you watch. And um, I like this one. So and again, I'm a sucker for a high school drama where, you know, the kids are getting the fights and who's dating who and who likes who and let's their karate in the mix. It's a, it's a lovely, wonderful time. It's like the OC with karate. It's great. I love it. <laughs> the fact that the second and third seasons both ended up in like big brawls in the, like unlikely places, like one in a school and the yeah. other in like LaRusso's house is just like, that doesn't happen in real life. Like you like, and, and it just, I think like even it's funny how like the, they have like a karate board that they like have mentioned a couple times where it's just like karate's the most important thing in the valley and they're making like 
they're like, we, well, this, like, we have to make sure the tournament runs right, like, all, like, and it's just like, this, this is what you're, like, worried about right now. Like, there's mm-hmm. not other things. It's like, so it's, it's fun. I, I, I honestly, like, it's like you had said that somebody who's not a fan of the movies. Um, I think every time I watch the movie, I hate it even more. Um, at least the first one. I actually think that since I've watched Cobra Kai, I've appreciated like the second and third one more. But it's it's funny how it works. And then the Hillary Swank one, I'll never watch that again. So yeah, I've never seen that one. It's not good. <laughs> I heard it's, it's got okay. Mr. It's got Mr. Miyagi in it and Michael Ironside. That's that's it. It's all you need. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, cool. That's all. Well, but thank- it's pretty much all I watched. <laughs> yeah, thank you for sharing your winter watch list. Uh, Hair, what do you got for us, bud? Yeah, so um, I uh, I had a couple things. I saw Spider-Man again. Um, the wife cried again in the ending. I mean, go listen to our Spider-Man pod. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it still holds up. Second watch. I'll be interested to see how it holds up in a couple years. Um, but yeah, it's good. Um, obviously, we touched base on Encanto. Love that. Uh, saw... Uh, Nightmare Alley. I don't know if you guys saw this, the new Guillermo Guillermo del Toro movie um, starring Bradley Cooper. Uh, A solid flick kind of has to do with, you know, I I'm trying to think of the best way to describe this, but basically it stars, you know, Bradley Cooper and he ends up working at a circus and, you know, kind of the lifestyle of being in that world um, with, you know, Guillermo del Toro twist on it. I believe Nightmare Alley is a movie that came out a long time ago. I never saw the original. Uh, surprising. I know. I'm sorry. Um, but it's a it's a pretty, pretty interesting movie. I, I just don't think it's Guillermo's best work. And but I, Bradley Cooper really works for it, works for me in it. And there's a couple Willem Dafoe, Kate Blanchett, um, Rooney Mara's in it. Um, so there's a lot of good actors in it. Ron Perlman's in it as well. It just, I, I felt like it was missing a little bit for me, um, but you know, it was still, still a solid flick. And I would say if you're a fan of uh, Guillermo's work, I would, uh, I would suggest it if you get a chance, neither one of you guys have seen it, right? No, I have not. No. Okay. Yeah. So for the folks out there, if you have, you know, we're not, we're obviously not going to touch base on spoilers on it. So um yeah i don't movie. i don't think that i'll be able to make it out to theaters to see that but as soon yeah. as that hits streaming i'm gonna be all over that yeah it's funny with that yeah i was thinking the same thing with a couple like ricardo well we talked about the ricardos or it's a perfect example right. of something like that um and even eternals eternals i think is uh this month is on streaming on disney plus so pretty wild uh those windows um next up i saw this a little bit before the holiday season but uh benedetta um, it's the new Paul uh, Verhoeven movie. Um, now, if you're not a, a Verhoeven head, I think that's how you say it. Um, Verhoeven. Then you probably Verhoeven. Thank you, Greg. If, you probably won't be into this. Um, but basically, um, it's a 17th century nun story in Italy suffers from disturbing religious and erotic visions. Um, it's definitely it's definitely a hard R movie. Um, so not maybe for our entire audience here. Um, you know, I. But it's uh, it's it's really interesting the stuff what it does with religion and stuff like that and kind of where the movie goes. It's a it's a little out there. Uh, Charlotte Rampling, Chris's favorite actress, is also in it. Um, <laughs> Shut up. And uh, <laughs> and uh, 
So, but it's, uh, I thought I found it to be a really interesting and fun watch. So uh, that's all I can say about that because I can't go too much into the uh, movie other than, like I said, it plays with religion in the 17th century. So um, I think it's interesting. I, I, it's not your run of the mill um, 17th century nun story, I guess I could say. So, so, uh, so, so. Oh, well, go ahead. Go, ahead, go first. Go. Okay. So, so <laughs> this is, uh, this is not erotic to my knowledge, but um, this, the description of this somewhat reminds me of uh, silence, which I haven't seen, mm. but is a movie I have in my queue in who that one's a lot longer. That one's a lot yeah. longer. Um, <laughs> have, have you seen silence hair? I have not seen Silence. That's a that's another one that's just missed off the list. The runtime for that really got me. I remember yeah. one time I wanted to go see it, and it was like you could see it at six thirty, or you could see it at ten o'clock. And I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> neither one of those times work for me." So, um, the oh wait, no, I did try to see it one time, and they couldn't show the movie. There was an issue with the projector, oh. and they couldn't show it. And I was like, "Well, I'm probably not seeing this then." So Our movie theaters. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, I don't know, just you know the way that you described this minus the um, the hard R aspect uh, kind of reminded me of that, and it's like yeah, I want to yeah. see that. Uh, this sounds decent. Uh, hard R is um, a little a little aggressive, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's I, definitely an R. To, it's definitely R. It sounds pretty decent, so that's something that I'll uh, add to the list. Check it out when when the time comes. Um, I, I just had a question: Do I have to see the other Sister Act movies to get this? <laughs> No, you can skip. You can skip Sister Act. Absolutely. Uh, no, no previous viewing required. Uh, All right, unless, unless you don't like uh, Paul Paul's movies, then you got. I'm in. You gotta... Yeah, you don't have to see them because this is the prequel. This takes place 200 years prior. Uh, yeah, yeah. So time. Whoopi, a little Whoopi off, comes in at the end. Yeah, yes. yeah. So you got a nice tie in. They they CG her face. You got to stay nice. for the credits. The end credits nice. scene. Um. A movie I might have mentioned, uh, but I wasn't sure. Um, Licorice Pizza, uh, the new um, the new PTA movie uh, for those Paul Thomas Anderson. Um, it's a story about uh, Alana Kane and Gary Valentine growing up, running around and going through the navigations of first love in the San Fernando Valley in the early 1970s. Um, I gave this four to five on my letterbox. Um, it stars Cooper Hoffman, son of the late uh, great, obviously, you guys know who I'm referring to with that? Yeah, Philip, Philip Seymour. Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah. Right. Want to make sure. Um, and it stars Alana Heim from the band Heim. So, and uh, her whole family actually is in the movie. Surprisingly, um, this movie for me was good. Um, there's there's a there's kind of a joke, you know, twice in the movie that's, um, you know, not any not my cup of tea. It, it, it's racially, I think, insensitive. Um, and I don't think it really does anything for the story either way. Um, kind of takes, kind of takes you out of it, um, a little bit, at least when I was watching it. Um, but otherwise I thought, I thought it was a well done movie. It's just sometimes with these, these directors or, you know, these high end directors, they tell so specific of a story, you know, 1970s in the San Bernardo Valley, kind of really specific. And, you know, I don't live in California, you know, again, this is like what we were talking about a little bit earlier with Taylor, Taylor Sheridan's work. It's like, yeah, a lot of people in California are going to go see this movie or they're going to have driven by this one street or something of that nature. Um, you know, I'm not trying to say it's not a good film. It's, it's really well done and it's it's really well acted. Alana Heim and Cooper Hoffman have never acted before. So 
I always enjoy movies when you kind of see something like that, um, you know, some newcomers. Um, and it's got a, a you know, a um, couple cameos from Sean Penn, Tom Waits and Bradley Cooper. Um, but yeah, this one, it, it probably is going wider soon. I know it was originally supposed to go really wide Christmas Day, but COVID, you know, I don't know if that that hurt things a little bit, but might be something again you guys are waiting for on streaming, um, you know, but I think it'll definitely be a player come award season. Hans, what are your thoughts on this? I, I probably won't see this movie. Um, I'm tired of seeing the previews on my Twitter come up all the time. <laughs> I get the same stupid video of, is I it guess. A, is it a lot of high pointing and being like, do you love this? Do you yes. love this? Yeah. Yes. I hate that. Yeah. I love it. Um, Watch it every time. I think. Stop. And I, I not nothing against the movie. I know a lot of people are talking about it and they love it. I just, I, these like kind of, I don't know. I, I'm PTA movies are a little like, I, I don't, I think other than there will be blood, I don't know if there's another one that I'm like a big fan of mm, like now I think about it. Um, yeah. People like his work. I'm sure people are going to, you know, enjoy that. People have been saying good things about it. This is something that if it comes on like prime or something, I'll, I might watch it um, or at least give it a shot, but I don't think, Oh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It, it doesn't okay. seem like my cup of tea as you would put it. Um, but right. yeah. Yeah. Greg, what about you? Uh, yeah. So if, if I had an opportunity to go see one movie in theaters right now, this would be it. Um, I just, uh, I'm a, I'm a huge PTA fan. Um, in particular, you know, really love the master and, uh, yeah. Magnolia. Um, I would, uh, yeah, I would absolutely check this out. I just, you know, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but <laughs> I have other commitments. So, you know, I, I can't go to the theater as much as I'd like, but, um, yeah. this is one that, uh, I will definitely check out as soon as it's uh home released. So, yeah, I won't be surprised if it's not that long, especially with Oscar season coming up. Yeah. But again, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it stays, you know, small, not small theaters, but, low you know release numbers and then you know all of a sudden it's not around for a little bit and then you know it's hard to catch i will um, say though yeah. you know for being not a wide release movie um and mm. maybe this is just how advanced marketing techniques are with uh with social media and everything but like i see this advertised everywhere yeah so you know they must know I, I we do know. a podcast yeah, I mean, it's maybe it's just because of my other things that I've liked and, yeah. you know, whatever. But it seems like my phone always picks up on that. So I, yeah, <laughs> I see I see uh, licorice yeah. pizza ads like all the time. Right. Makes me no, for sure. <laughs> for licorice or pizza or both. Oh, I'll never eat licorice. I hate licorice pizza. <gasps> you hate licorice. Oh, my God. It's disgusting. Wow. Ooh, Unbelievable! That is a hot take. That's a. I think yeah. Save that for our hot takes episode when uh, Chris comes out and <laughs> defies licorice. Um, <laughs> the so not a red vines man. <laughs> yeah. So it, this is uh, this is the moment in the pod where we're talking about Harry's old movie time. Um, mm. So uh, I over the holidays I was looking for a nice kind of holiday tie-in and uh, I watched uh, The Apartment, uh, starring Jack Lemmon, Shirley MacLaine, and Fred uh, McMurray. Um, it's a Billy Wilder directed and written film. And I think I mentioned it before, but when you have an opportunity, seek out Billy Wilder films. Um, this takes place kind of over the Christmas new year's season. Um, so it's a perfect tie in, you know, for watching pretty recently. 
Um, but just going back to Billy Wilder really quick, he also he was the writer of some uh, some like it hot um, Sunset Boulevard. Uh, so Billy Wilder, definitely when you have an opportunity, to see Billy Wilder movies. Um, but this is just a, a nice kind of romantic comedy, rom-com drama in there a little bit. Um, and it's a little bit darker um, than you might think, you know, considering the time period. Um, but basically, it's a guy who rents out an apartment, his apartment to people around the office because most of them live in New Jersey um, and they use his apartment for parties or, um, you know, hosting, uh, you know, uh, women um, to, to have a little bubbly and have a nice time. Um, but it's a, it's a really good movie. Um, highly suggested. Obviously, it's a, one of the classics, as they say. Um, so if you get the opportunity, uh, seek it out. It's in, uh, it's in black and white. I want to ask you guys if you've seen it because I'm pretty sure I already know the answer on that. So, oh, are you kidding? This is my favorite movie with Jehoshaphat oh, Buttermilk and Gertrude Tinseltown. Yeah, Come on. Jack <laughs> Lemon and Shirley MacLaine. And Billy Billy Wild, yeah. Wilder is so good. Like I, from what I, like from what Harry talked about, guys. that I look. I love him in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> see Blazing Saddles Hate it here. Um, Hate it here. But like no, I, I I he's so good actually. Like looking at some of the movies they did that he died in two thousand two, but still writing stuff up until two on twenty eighteen. So yeah, Look, I don't know. What, be so what a guy! What a guy! <laughs> uh, and the other movie I watched that's uh, not as old, uh, nineteen ninety six Scream. Um, so I had kind of missed the boat on Scream. I don't know why. Um, but like The Matrix, I think it's a movie that like is such a game changer for the horror kind of genre um it's so it's so smart and clever i mean you know obviously as a film nerd there's a ton of film references in there um and it's just i enjoyed this so much even though i kind of i think i've seen like either a screenshot or like a talking like video of like top horror movies and it's like talked about scream but i wasn't 100 sure and i think that's the beautiful thing is is like it keeps you on your toes the whole time of like who is it and then it's like well you know, you find out who it is and you're like, oh, that's a little bit still surprising. Um, and it's so fun. Um, I'm excited for the new one now because I haven't really seen the other ones. I think I saw Scream 4 um, like as, you know, just going on a date movie um, at some point Ooh. or maybe I just saw it. But um, yeah, four to five, uh, four point five um, on my letterbox for it. Um, absolutely had a great time with Scream. Highly enjoyed it more than I thought I would. So. I don't know for you scream heads out there what you guys thought. As the kids in Benedetta would say, I was shooketh when I saw your score. <laughs> <laughs> I I could not believe that you rated it that high. But um but yeah, no, it is it's a classic horror movie, a perennial, it, you know, changes the game especially after all the slashers of the 70s and 80s, uh, particularly the 80s. And then that genre uh, or subgenre mm. of horror kind of died down and um Wes Craven comes in and, you know, changes the game with it. Yeah. Um, I it's been years since I've seen Scream, so I don't know what I would rate it offhand. Uh, I would have to go back and watch it. But yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those that's um, definitely top tier. Um, I don't know if you plan on watching the rest of them. Uh, the second one is pretty good. The third that's one right is here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah and uh, well, they got a I different writer, I think, for the third one. I forget the writer's name off the top of my head, but um, the writer did the first two and then it kind of loses its way, like you were yeah, saying. On the bounced. Third one. 
And I, I don't remember anything about the fourth one. I know I saw it, but yeah. I, I just have zero recollection of it. So. Yeah, I couldn't tell. How you many either. are there? Well, this is going to well, be. This will be five. Fifth. Yeah, oh, this yeah. will be five. Okay, but all right. The other, the other thing I found so enjoyable about it is watching it with my wife, who's a couple years younger than me, um, and just being a child of the pop time popcorn before, on the stove. <laughs> well, no, she knew Jiffy Puff. <laughs> but being a child of before the internet and like before cell phones and watching this movie and just remembering like, oh yeah, like it was just like people called you and it was like, you know, there was no cell phones and it was like surprising if you had a cell phone and you can't really just look up everything on the internet. And so I think that's what really struck the movie for me, Greg, like a little bit higher because mm. just putting myself like, and thinking about the people who were in that theater or like when it came out on, you know, you see the video stores you know, and just that nostalgia there. But like thinking about all the people who saw it for the first time and just being blown away by it, um, you know, it just it really struck a chord for me of just simpler times in in, in my mind. Um, God, just the like, 90s are great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just there's this end of the 90s movies really, really had it going. I mean, mid 90s, I guess, in 96. But yeah, yeah. mid. And um, the, only, the only thing I remember about Scream, well, I, I, I haven't seen it probably since maybe over like 10, 15 years. Um, I remember the big thing about that was this was before spoilers and everything where like uh, Drew Barrymore was like, was basically advertised as the star and she was in the movie and being used for the, the promos and everything. She's in the movie for like four minutes and, and, and never seen again. So I thought that was pretty, pretty cool. Um, I will say that I I was more of a uh, a Jennifer love you. I know what you did last summer um, Mm. fan. I like that a little more than I like scream. But yeah. um yeah, I mean the there's money for it. There's five, yeah, <laughs> yeah. the hook guy. Um my, what are you my say wife that? my wife turned to me uh in the first five minutes and said, How is this an hour and a half? Because Drew Barrymore was in it. And she's like, How are they making this an hour and a half? And then she gets stabbed, right. spoiler alert, but first five minutes. And she's like, What? And I'm like, You gotta keep watching. Like I at least knew that <laughs> part, you know, but it was one of those things where it's like, let's just hold on here. Just hold on, we'll be all right. They'll they'll carry yeah. us through. Um, yeah, I just remember yeah. that, like watching. I'm like, oh damn! Like, well, this is not what I thought it was gonna be. Who's Nev Campbell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love, yeah, love, yeah, love young Nev, Nev Campbell. I love her. Absolutely adorable. Is this the chick um, from Party of Five? But yeah, that was my. Those are my. Uh, those are my winter watch list. Um, that's what I saw over the holidays. So, a little bit. Yeah, of well, yeah, it looks like we uh we had a pretty good balance across the board of all kinds of different content and uh highly recommend you guys check that stuff out. But we're going to move on to our most anticipated of 2022. Uh so I'll kick it off. I did a, a top 10 kind of thing for me, but I didn't rank them in any order. I just put them in order yeah. of release date. Um so first up for me is going to be February 4th, the release of Jackass Forever. Uh Nice many many moons ago when we did our fave five comedies episode available now for free on spotify go check it out give us a listen um you know i i listed uh, uh jackass in uh in my comedies um and i am so looking forward to this i mean from the instant that i saw the trailer i was cracking up at the antics of these guys and you know it doesn't look like they've lost the step even <laughs> though it's it geez it's got to be close to 10 years since the last one's come out right i mean yeah probably uh, yeah. so so yeah i mean you know it's another sequel and uh looking forward to it uh kind of disappointed with um 
you know, Bam's behavior that's led to him being excluded from the movie. But, uh, you know, you got to do what you got to do. But other than that, I mean, this this looks to be a worthy addition to the Jackass franchise. So very stoked to see this. Uh, what do you guys think about it? I, I just I, I can't imagine what these guys are going to do. And they're like, I mean, the trailer shows a little bit of it. I, I feel like they're going a, le- a little less like insane, like insane stuff. And now they're just doing like just flat out stupid. Um, and I, I the amount of concussions that they they all have suffered, like collectively have to be like triple mm. digits. Um, yeah, it sucks. Bam's not coming back. But, I'm, I, you know, hopefully he figures out whatever is going on in his world. Um mm. You know, I feel like they have they want him to get better and they they have that like respect for him. But, you know, he has his own stuff to worry about. Um, I just I, I, I don't know, like how like I'm excited for this, too. And it's just like to, to be able to say I'm excited for something that I watched like 20, 25 years ago of just seeing <laughs> stupid people do stupid things like it just says a lot about the franchise and. You know, it's it's a good escape from to know that, like, if you ever do something that you feel yourself is stupid, these people exist and they're just going to, you know, do something even worse and get paid millions for it. So, yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Jackass 3D 2010. So, I mean, I know this movie was probably supposed to come out in 2020. So, like you said, Greg, probably about. Uh, it's been 12 years, but um, I know the release date got pushed back as well. Um, yeah, super pumped for this. Um, uh, super pumped. Man, I'm pumped for it. I, w- I would like to see it. You know, we well, we talked earlier about The Matrix. We're talking about Scream. You know, Jackass, the show came out in 2000. It's definitely a show that, like, I wasn't supposed to be watching, and I was, like, trying to watch every time um, on Sunday nights at, like, 10 o'clock or whatever it was. Um, so... Uh, yeah, excited for it and excited to see what stunts they pull. And, you know, uh, hopefully everyone ends up okay. Nice. Uh, next most anticipated for me is March 11th, the release of the next Disney Pixar movie, Turning Red. Um, I will say the initial teaser that they dropped for it, I was kind of into, um, but I, yeah. I didn't think it was like super great. But then when they released the trailer, the most recent trailer, um, I was all about it. Like it just, it looks fantastic. So, you know, Disney Pixar has a great track record. Um, Don't know that I'll be going to see Lightyear, but, (laughs) but this, (laughs) this looks fantastic. Uh, You know, it looks like another coming of age story and uh, Pixar does those with such great aplomb and, uh, and, you know, always includes heart in it at at its core. So really looking forward to turning red. I didn't know anything about this until you mentioned it. Um, so I looked at like the mm. kind of the description of it, you know, and as, as I said Heresy. a little bit earlier, like a couple of minutes ago that we're in a Disney household. Um, dude, Disney throws out like a million movies a year. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't expect to remember them all. Listen, if you're um, going to be the house of mouse, you got to keep up uh, too much, <laughs> way too much. Um, I, this, this seems pretty cool. I mean, in typical Pixar fashion, I'm sure they're going to, do something to punch in the gut in the first 10 minutes. And then, you know, yeah. you're on a journey, the rest of it, and see what happens at the end. You're going to feel fine at the end of the movie. Um, I agree with you with Lightyear. Um, um, that's not even going to come close to my list. Um, but yeah, this looks cute. looks like it looks like the typical Pixar formula that, you know, it's just going to flat out destroy you in five minutes and then make you feel better by yeah. the end. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm in. I mean, obviously, I, you know, the one thing I will say is we've obviously, you know, hinted before about doing our, you know, top Pixar movies or top, you know, Disney animation or whatever it might be. I, I think we'll probably try to book something around that time for that release. But, uh, you know, um, yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. It looks like, you know, Pixar hitting out of the park again. Yep. Um, so next up, I have May 6th, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So very excited for this, especially after the events of Spider-Man No Way Home uh, and WandaVision. And yeah, I mean, you know, it's just <laughs> typical MCU Marvel Studios uh, movie hype. Um, yeah. I think this is going to be a fantastic movie. Very curious uh, to see what kind of stuff they they throw in there because, uh, you know, there's rumors running rampant about all kinds of different cameos and um excited also to see uh you know where this will place in my uh in my ranking of marvel movies because i'm a huge fan of the first doctor strange so really looking forward to this how about you guys yeah i mean we covered it last i mean when we covered the trailer um i'm looking forward to it i think that you know each movie that comes out a lot of people are just saying look oh this is gonna change the mcu like mcu like i'm one of them i just just made fun (laughs) of my own nerd voice um, I think this is actually going to move the MCU forward significantly. Um, I don't think it, it's not going to be like a big event movie, like Avengers level, but I think it's going to have, you know, as an MCU fan, I'm interested to see like what the, the consequences are going to be like at the end of messing with the multiverse. Um, you know, other than Spider-Man, no way home, we've had little hints and um, kind of other shows have dabbled into it, but I think this is going to be the first head on, um instance mm. of dealing with the multiverse outside of the generic MC- mcu that we all know so yeah mm. um I'm the i and you know some of those rumors that are going around i don't want to know any more of them um <laughs> those internet trolls are, are are already at it so yeah that but this is my birthday too so um looks like i know where i'll be then You'd be at home missing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be at home. Uh, I, I, won't, I won't see this. I don't want I cake. I want Doctor August. Strange. Yeah, I'm not going to see this till August. Oh, uh, that's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, nothing more to add for me. I think you guys hit the nail on the head. Um, you know, it's funny when I think about our social medias because I haven't seen anything about it. Um, so this isn't on my radar at all. All as far as spoilers. So um, whatever you guys got to do to unfollow those, you know crappy accounts do that um but yeah excited for it you know uh love benedict and you know um haven't seen power of the dog um you know it's just we talked about other marvel performances or outside of marvel performances but i heard he's really good in that um but yeah excited for dr strange nice uh next up i have elvis which releases on my wife's birthday june 24th um Ooh. so this, i know where you'll this be movie yeah this movie uh and it's i don't even think it's titled elvis i think that's just a placeholder title for now um i i wasn't even aware of this movie until recently i came across it uh when i was looking up stuff that's coming out in 2022 and um uh i'm excited it's got baz lerman directing uh tom hanks Mm. playing colonel tom parker uh you have austin butler who not super well known. He's playing Elvis. He was in uh, The Dead Don't Die and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, you know, he's he's been in some some, uh, you know, high profile stuff. Um, 
But I just I love Elvis. I love a good biopic. Tom Hanks can do no wrong for me. So this has and Baz Luhrmann's a, a good director as well. Um, so this uh, this kind of has all the makings to be something that uh, that could really go the distance. I don't know if it's going to be a, uh, a musical. I hope that they include him performing in there. Um, but even if it's not, that's OK. I'm still looking forward to it. Uh, any thoughts on Elvis boys? How about you? Yeah, um, this is on your list, not mine. Uh, don't care. Um, <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm sure it'll get the awards buzz, you know, or like, you know, when the first trailer comes out, I'm sure it'll get some hype. Uh, and that's probably maybe when I'll swing around on it. But um, nothing you mentioned really enticed me. Um, I'm sorry. I'm not a huge Elvis guy. I'm not huge on biopics a lot, but they're okay. Um, so yeah, I'll be interested to see how this one goes once we start to get some more, you know, information on, you know, exactly, you know, it could be a being the Ricardo situation. I hope that's not what it is for you, but you know, let's, uh, let's hope for good things. Are you telling me that Tom Hanks is playing a real person? <laughs> <laughs> that's Who the scoop. Have yes. Thought. <laughs> Man. Um, no, I, and I, to Harry's point, like, you know, I, I, this, this was not on my radar at all. I didn't know they were making this. Um, but, you know, pulling in Tom Hanks is pretty, like, it's like a magnet to get me to watch it. Um, also, too, um, I wasn't, I'm not a Johnny Cash fan, and I absolutely love Walk the Line. Yeah, it's um, it actually made me a, a Johnny Cash fan. Um, I'm not too big on, like, you know, I think Elvis has a couple good songs. Um, I love this cameo in Forrest Gump, but, um, you know, another good Tom Hanks movie. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll check it out when it comes out. It, it definitely, like I said, I'll, I'll just use walk the line as an example. I wasn't a fan, but I like the cast. So see where it goes. Such, you're such a simp for Tom, Tom Hanks, my friend. Dude, oh, Hanks you're a could've... simp for critics, dude. You're like, <laughs> oh, I'll check it out when it gets awards buzz. <laughs> Tom Hanks could have been in Red Notice, and I would, I would be the first to write in a letter for a, an Academy Award for a sequel. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna get it no matter what we think. It, I think I said before I wouldn't sign on for Red Notice too, no matter what. If Tom Hanks was in there. All right, sign oh, me up for Red Notice. You put, you put Tom Hanks and Keanu Reeves. I'm 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 buying like I'm renting out a theater just so it gets money and I have it all to <laughs> myself. Out the theater. <laughs> um, all right, next up, uh, number five for me on July eighth, we have Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, Taika Waititi, Chris Hemsworth mm. is back. Uh, you know we're gonna have Valkyrie and. Uh, um, Lady Thor and uh, uh, Korg. I mean, all the goodies, all the things we love about the MCU and, and specifically the Thor corner of it coming back. Uh, Christian Bale as Gore, the God Butcher. Um, very yeah. excited for that. Uh, I, I just I really hope. I hope that Taika and I have faith in him because he's um, he's done a tremendous job with everything that, you know, he's he's worked on before but gore is a very very serious character and uh you know he he goes around he's called the god butcher because he goes around slaying members of other pantheons and i really hope that they find a balance there where um that seriousness is included along with the humor 
I have faith, like mm. I said, that that Taika can do it. But um, I just uh, I'm very curious to see how that's handled. Uh, and the other thing, too, is the the Jane Foster um, Lady Thor. I hope it's a huge part of the movie and not just, you know, a third act thing or whatever, because right. uh, the the arc in the comics was a several years long arc. And I read all the issues. I loved it. Uh, I think um, uh, Natalie Portman deserves some justice after, you know, kind of having not much to do from the first two Thor movies. Um, so I really want to see her in action. It, there's a lot of elements in play and a lot to juggle. But like I said, I, I think Taika can do it. I just uh, I'm a little nervous, but it's like nervous anticipation. Like, I can't yeah. wait to see it happen. Um, so what are you guys thinking about Thor? Um, I agree, but I hope Natalie Portman actually, I think the fact that they like brought her on Comic-Con and, and I, I, and let her hold the hammer. I'm, I'm kind of thinking like, they're going to, I hope it wasn't like, just kind of like, like a publicity stunt to like put her in the movie for five minutes. Um, my theory, like when, and just, and with the release date, I'm thinking they're going to tease something with love and thunder at the end of Dr. Strange as whether or not she's like a variant or a multiverse Thor. Um, mm. I think that's that's kind of how they might introduce. But is that what they're saying on the Twitters? I, I actually have not. I made that up on my own. Oh, so on you. the record in a couple months, we'll see what happens. Um, but, Six months. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, it's MCU. It's Thor. I love Thor Ragnarok. I think yeah. coming off and doing another one is great. Um, how long Hem- Hemsworth is going to do this? I have no idea um i i a gut my gut feelings telling me that this is going to be his last role um or maybe like ever? guardians like a small no, yeah ever he's retiring after this <laughs> Jesus. um i i think that this might be his last or guardians is going to be his neck his last role as thor i i just i don't see him sticking around as much and i feel like they're gonna like get ready to pass the torch to someone mm. um i don't know We'll see, but uh, I'm excited for it. Adding Christian Bale it can't hurt. Um, this we might have a first Thor mo- or Thor movie without Loki and Heimdall. Um, but you know, based on Loki's success, I love those characters from the first Thors uh, or the original Thors. I-, I have a feeling that with the success of Loki, they're going to bring him back. Uh, but in some form, I'm excited for it. We haven't gotten a trailer yet. I give it maybe a couple months. Maybe by March we'll get it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's MCU other it, and it's not a Captain Marvel movie, so I'm excited for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was on my list too. Um, don't care, uh, about any of the points Greg made about, I hope the villain is, is honored in the comics. I just hope it's as fun as Ragnarok or an even better. So as long as it's as good as that movie, it'll be probably my top 10 Marvel. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, whatever. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, and then finally, as far as uh, movies with f- firm release dates go, uh, we say firm, but you know, it's pandemic time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse Part One. So this Ooh, drops baby. October 7th. This was just recently announced. And boy, am I super stoked for this. Loved Into the Spider Verse. Um, just a fantastic movie. And this looks like more of the same. Uh, Lord and Miller. Um, the guys behind uh into the spider verse and also the lego movie and um uh the mitchells versus the machines recently yeah. i mean yeah. their animated um 
resume is just tremendous. And uh, I have every bit of faith that they're going to live up to the hype with this also. So really looking forward to it. Yeah. I mean, this is, I I think this is the only time when I watched the movie, I saw this with like Harry and I think we saw it with Sean. Like why? And I didn't, I didn't know too much about it. I had to start the movie. It's fine. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did. Cause they played, they played, oh uh, man, I got to figure out what they played on accident. Um, It was like a a terrible WB. Yeah. Yeah. I got to figure that out. Um, This was the only time that I've actually um, went, to a movie and afterwards downloaded the soundtrack before I even left yeah. the theater. Um, I, I, that's, I hope that that carries over into the sequel. Um, the trailer that they released or the teaser was phenomenal. Um, you know, Oscar Isaac's doing some more Marvel work um, outside of moon Knight. Um, I, I just, I, I think into the spider verse is in definitely without doubt, like in my top three superhero movies right behind like Watchmen and I just absolutely, in terms of a Marvel-related property, that it is my favorite. Um, and I just, I can't wait for more. I'm, I'm like, I, I wasn't too like familiar with Miles Morales like in the comics. Um, this made me want him like to go back and re- like just read up on him. And I got excited for the game. Like, I, I want anything Miles Morales related right now. Yeah. Like, I would. That's the only thing that No Way Home didn't do right was introduce him. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm amped for it. Yeah. I purposely, I purposely left this off my list cause I knew we were going to talk about it. Um, yeah, this is, this is my favorite Spider-Man thing. Um, whether it be the games, whether it be any of the Toby, Andrew, uh, Holland movies, uh, into the Spider-Verse is my favorite, um, without a doubt. Um, super excited for this one super like we talked about game changers a little bit earlier with like the matrix and even scream to a little bit um like the animation style in into the spider-verse is a is a 100 game changer um and i'm glad this movie is so well regarded um and i cannot wait for the next one so um i know they threw out a teaser um which kind of just you know hinted at what the possibilities are and it's called part one which will be interesting to see um you know wonder when they'll how close they'll release part two to part one that would also be interesting given the release dates in october um you know um a lot of big things coming out in uh late december we'll talk about but uh you know we'll be interested to see how quickly they put in that part two um but yeah super pumped for this all right what year did uh, this come out 2018 or 2017 yeah i think it was Um, 18 oh wait no it might have been 17 because it was december Uh, Mm, i don't know yeah I'm figuring out. But anyway, I was going to say really quick, the story, uh, working at the movie theater at the time, um, I got free tickets. So me, Chris and Sean went and uh, they started the wrong movie. And then it was a half an hour, almost a half an hour in. And uh, I was like, should I go up there and help them? And I went up there and started the the correct movie. So, um, (laughs) yeah, fix their IMAX for them. So. Shout outs to Mortal me. Engines. Mortal Engines Mortal was what engines. started. Oh. Oh, yeah, they were God. split. They were split. They were rotating yeah. those two, and they started the wrong one and then couldn't figure out how to do it. So um, <laughs> your boy handled it. He kept all those Spider-Man people happy while they passed out the theater. So my man. Yeah. My man. <laughs> all right. Uh, the last couple here don't have any firm release dates, so I'm just going to run through them real quick. But uh, we have the Disney Plus show, Ms. Marvel, um, nice. coming sometime mid-year. Uh, Ted Chris Lasso. Is too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know he's a fan of all Captain Marvel related properties. 
uh ted lasso season three likely to drop in the summertime the first two seasons dropped in uh, july and august so that's what we're looking at there and then obi-wan obi-wan uh unknown uh when we're getting it probably the end of the year would be my guess um that seems to be when mandalorian and obviously book of boba fett drop so somewhere around there and then knives out too also unknown but man what a cast does this movie have and the first movie was so good uh so i really think that they're uh they're gonna knock this out of the park again um your boy ryan johnson uh gonna kill him yeah uh you guys have any quick takes on any of those um miss marvel i'm just gonna i'll probably watch it eventually i'm gonna watch (laughs) i'm gonna watch captain marvel eventually it's gonna happen um uh, yeah, Ted Lasso. We've talked about it before. Um, I'm, I can't wait. I know they're filming season three now, I believe. So hopefully they get nice. that release. Um, Obi-Wan, it's Star Wars. I, even though I haven't watched Book of Boba Fett yet. Um, I heard it's really good, but uh, I got to get caught up. And then um, Knives Out 2. Um, I, I didn't catch the first one. I caught it late. What? And um, I think it was when it came on Amazon Prime. Um, I didn't catch it initially. Oh. I love it. And I, I, I can't wait till I do a sequel. I'm glad that they're doing a whole new a whole new cast of characters other than um, Daniel Craig. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. I, I, I'm interested to see, like, how, like, what story they're going to do. And I hope they don't, like, kind of replicate yeah. the first one too much um, by just, like, Dude. filling it with stars. Like, I don't want that that train movie that Daisy Ridley and everyone was in, whatever it was called. Uh, Brain Express. Yeah. They're like, we're just going to put people on a, in a movie and hope it works. You- you mean Death on the Nile is it in your engine in your it's the same thing. Yeah. That's the it could be a sequel to the, oh, the train God. movie. I um, got you know what? I, I hate to say it, but I saw the trailer for Death on the Nile and it actually looks pretty no, interesting. You're you're <laughs> you're you're out of pocket. No way. <laughs> Army Hammer's the villain. Well, uh, yeah, he, I mean he, he he's in that so <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. Good lord. <laughs> um Harry, any quick takes on any of that stuff? Yeah, listen, I think we're going to do a one minute pod drop as soon as Chris watches uh, Captain Marvel and it'll just be I watch Captain Marvel. Here are my thoughts. Um, it was all right. You know, it was all right. End of, end of show. Yeah. It was fine. <laughs> Obviously, we're all huge lasso heads here. So if that comes out, that'd be great. Um, Obi-Wan, I think, is probably the most anticipated outside of the Mandalorian at this point. So I'm really excited to see that. Uh, Knives Out 2. I absolutely adore Knives Out 1 I uh, or Knives Out. I saw it at the festival, um, the Philadelphia Film Festival when it came out. It's such a Just pose right now. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, saw it early before anyone else did. Uh, absolutely loved it. Had such a fun time. Um, it's, you know, Ryan Johnson can do no wrong in my eyes uh, until he does. So, um, yeah, it's great, great, great choices for, for your list. I'm surprised Was that, that wasn't one? on your list there. Listen, I, that- when I see things on your list, Greg, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to hop on Greg's train and then throw something else in there that's a talking point. So a little, little behind the scenes for the for the fans out there. Okay. Was that the one where you actually met Ryan Johnson at that film festival? Yeah, that, nice that is. Yeah, yeah I, nice. I didn't. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, Harry was going to say he and- did. Oh, there oh, he is. <laughs> you froze, froze up, up for Harry. a minute. Man. Sorry. My bad. My bad. Um. Yeah, my wife, uh, my wife killed it. We're talking to him, and I, uh, yeah, yeah. So it turns out she's in Knives Out too, as yeah. well. <laughs> exactly. And all you got all right. was this lousy T-shirt. Um, <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> all right, uh, hands. What do you got for most anticipated? 
All right, so I'll just go over some of the ones that um, that we already talked about. Multiverse of Madness, um, mm-hmm. that's on there. Love and Thunder. Um, I actually have it twice on my list. That's I guess that's like how excited I oh, am man. for it. I didn't look. <laughs> um, and then Across the uh, Spider-Verse. I just said Across the Universe, um, but that's not it. Solid. Across the Spider-Verse. So, Har, I just want to talk this to you. Do we want to just get this one out of the way? Yeah, let's do it. Come on. <laughs> okay. All right. Captain Negative right. over here. So there's Not a lot you, of movies. Greg. There's a couple couple of these movies that come out before that. Well, one movie, two things that come out before this. But number one that I have is most anticipated for the year is the new the Batman movie with the Robert Batman, Pattinson. Baby, let's go. The Batman. Um, why I want to get this out of the way now is because I, I really I, I like helping people and I want to like try and like and I want to see what pe- makes people tick. Baby, come on. And Harry and I. To my understanding, Harry is pumped as well. I cannot wait for this friggin' movie to come out. I everything I've seen <laughs> with trailers, it looks so good and it looks amazing. And I think Robert Pattinson is going to be a great Batman. And you get a, a straight out like a solid Riddler, not a goofy ass Jim Carrey dancing around and with a <laughs> top hat and a cane. And I just think, like, I, I think in terms of, like, dark, like, a, it's a dark and gritty telling story, which we haven't got any of those in Batman in the past couple of years. Um, <laughs> and I, I think that just, I think the cast in this is, is, like, is phenomenal. I just, I just don't understand, like, in our group chats of, like, you're just, dis, you're disinterested in Batman. And mm-hmm. I, I think that this looks so good. Like, the action, that, like, the what they showed looks amazing. And the yeah. cast is great. And I'm just, I'm, I don't want to say I'm hurt because I'm, I, you know, you're entitled to your <laughs> That's opinion. That's a strong word. Yeah, yeah. But I just, you know, I, I, I'm just sad that I didn't see it on your list. And I know we've gone back and forth. Greg, you please tell us why like, you're hurting our friend. Please tell this us. This looks like, you'd think this looks like doo-doo. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've seen this movie before. It was when I went <laughs> to the local dumpster fire. Uh, that's <laughs> This movie looks like a big heaping pile of trash. Uh, I'm sorry. You know, here's the thing. And I've had this conversation with our buddy Tim before. It's 2022, guys. Like, we can be discerning with what what we're presented with when it comes to superhero movies now. We're not hurting for them. We get them enough. So Mm. when I see something presented to me like this, where... You've got emo kid Batman and a Riddler who is nothing like the Riddler and everything's dark and gritty. And we don't know that a, yet. And everything's set to a Nirvana soundtrack. And we modeled Bruce Wayne after Kurt Cobain. <laughs> it's just, dude, it's so try hard. It's like, I can't even I like, you know what? We've got plenty of great Batman content available already. They've already come out. I'm okay with leaving that stuff to be my Batman until whatever is next. I can skip this go round. The only thing that looks remotely interesting with this movie is Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman. Hair, I've told you that before. I, I totally agree there. It. Um, but the rest of it is just I don't Penguin is like some knockoff Tony Soprano. He's like, ah, I got, <laughs> I got the, the New Jersey gangster accent now all of a sudden. <laughs> like, what is that, bro? Come on. Like, I, I don't oh, know. Yeah. And the fact that he's getting a Penguin spinoff series too. Yeah, like, that, come on. I'll, I'll, I'll say that's a little too much. Like, let's all, see how the movie, I mean, the movie's going to make money, but yeah. yeah. I, I don't like the look of the suit. I don't like the look of Pattinson. You know, look, Pattinson can act. I'm not saying he can't, but he's not, 
he's just not the right pick for Batman for me. Mm. So all of that stuff combined leaves me sitting this one out. I'm okay with that. Mm. That'll join the the very uh, prestigious list of comic book movies I've skipped, which includes Catwoman and uh, the Fantastic Four uh, reboot. What? <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not. No, wait, wait. wait. I'm, okay. <laughs> The reboot? Chris just had a meltdown. No, no, no. I wasn't defending. No, I, I. Those are two very awful movies. I defend you. You. I completely agree with that. But you're lumping it like you. <laughs> what? You're. You will not see this movie. You will, be will okay not see skipping this movie. This movie. No I won't way. see it. I won't see it here. I won't see it there. I won't see it anywhere. Not Ladies on streaming. Not on bleeding. You not are. On anything. You. You are p- comparing this to a garbage Catwoman movie which I have not like, I have not seen and I will never see it I agree with you Ugh. and I haven't seen the Fantastic Four reboot okay Harry yeah, I, I, uh, yeah it's you it's all you I'm done <laughs> I just I and I just want to add real quick too you guys are firmly in the majority I know that my opinion is not shared by the yeah. masses and everybody's drooling over this movie opinion. so but yeah I'm just I'm looking at this and there is almost zero appealing to me about it Okay. Listen, um, ladies and gentlemen, join us when me and Hanratty on the on March tenth do a duo podcast without Papa Spice, um, and we nullify him pod. on that. Yeah, the Batman pod. Uh, I'm going to contradict myself a little bit here. I was probably in the Greg camp for this, but again, this does. My biggest problem with this is I remember when Christian Bale. And Heath Ledger were cast as Batman and the Joker, you know, obviously two different times, but I just remember the hoopla around that. And it seems like whenever there's a new Batman movie or whenever there's a new Joker, everybody and their mom has an opinion on it. So I, I, I always try to stay neutral from that experience and I was pretty neutral. And then the trailer came out and, you know, a guy who, you know, as a, as a an adult male um, who thinks his life is dark and gritty all the time and, and loves it when his movies are that way. Um, couldn't be more excited for this uh, based off of the trailer. Um, and I hate trailers. So I'm ready to be disappointed. I'm ready to over oversell this and, and commit and then be disappointed. Um, but I hope I'm not. So, so we'll have to wait and see, but uh Greg, you're crazy if we're not doing a ba- the Batman pod. Um, I'm telling you now. So find time. Carve it out of your day. I'll come watch your daughter. I'll come w- clock in and work for you. Whatever I got to do to make, make it sure you make it, buddy. This. That's all I got to say. Listen. I was <laughs> like, oh, yeah, his cape was great. Sure. <laughs> you know what, though? And the other thing going to is like Matt Reeves, who is has not. I don't think I've seen him direct or like put out a bad piece of work. Even his like NBC show that he created that's out now that a lot of people probably don't like it that much, but I love it. Maybe it oh, sounds typical. Yeah, I know. Um, like Matt Reeves, but like I, I think if he brings that like style that he does from like the Planet of the Apes movies, which I think is yeah. another fantastic trilogy, like yeah. he's a great director and he wrote it. And I, and I, I just, you know, man, I, you, you are completely, there's, a lot of people's in, in opinion in this world that I don't respect, but you're my boy, and I respect your opinion. thought this was going to turn dark for a minute. I thought we were going to end the pod. <laughs> no, I'm, I didn't yes. mean it like that. I I'm sorry if my uh, abstinence is, is hurting you, but no, and, you know, and I, you know I feel what? the way I feel. Chris they, can't I, sleep, Greg. 
He doesn't want to tell you, but he can't just go like, see Batman. As I said earlier, like as I get older, if I if there's something and I don't like, and uh, someone if there's something I like and someone else doesn't, I'm not gonna fault them for that. As Chris, long as I you, like, me and you'll be there opening night. Don't worry about it. Oh, I'll absolutely, we're going. I might request off. Um, I, I just I, I yeah. Um, I, I just, I, you know, I, if you don't, and it's something that, that doesn't interest you, I'm, you know, this is all for fun. I respect it. Um, but I, I won't be able to sleep. There might be another trailer that might, I'm hoping there's another trailer that changes your mind. Um, it probably won't be. You're probably, no. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be another trailer. I'm also sure it will not change my mind, Yeah, but all right. <laughs> you know, man, we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk. All we'll right. Talk later. What else right. you got for us? Um, what else I got? I got Ozark season, the final season, which mm. um, starts in a couple weeks. Um, Are they splitting that in half? Yeah, yeah. yeah I okay. think each. I think. I think the whole as a season, it's longer than the previous. So, but I think because they're splitting it in half, they're getting more episodes. I think it's like seven each, maybe. Yeah. But normally the episodes only have ten. The seasons have ten episodes. This is fourteen, I think. Um, if you're not, if you have, if you haven't watched Ozark, stop. I think this is the, the show's better than Breaking Bad. Um, I, I think it. I and what did I just say about opinions, Harry? <laughs> I what did I just say? go off? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go off. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Go off with your um, bad take. It's fine. Has <laughs> and has one of the top five actors of all time, Jason Bateman, in it. Um, <laughs> Great callback. I think, um, but no. If you like shows that are like very like like Breaking Badish, a lot of like you know. People tiptoeing on the on on the lines of crime and that money laundering. And if you like the color blue, um, you're gonna love Ozark because there's a lot of Fair blue show. light in that show. Um, yeah, a lot of Twilight. There's a, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, that's I didn't even think of that. Um, other one, the long awaited, which probably was gonna get pushed back another five years. Avatar two. Um, we haven't got Let's a trailer. Roll, we've been, baby. We began some set footage, um, but you know we got Pandora and Disney World. To keep We're going back to Pandora. Let's go, dude. I I have this on here because they ha- it actually has a release date. I'm pretty sure it's not going to stick to that date. Um, it's going to move again um, to like until like 2026 probably. Um, Mission Impossible Seven doesn't have a a, a title yet, um, but you know we've said before I love this 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 series. It's amazing. Um, Moonfall is what I think is going to be my guilty pleasure of the year. Um, what is I this? Love is this Ro- the next Bond movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, this is Roland Emmerich's next gem about the moon about the world Earth. ending. Oh God! Instead of it, the tagline is, I think it's something like, "We didn't land on the moon; the moon landed on us." Yeah, and it's about the moon. Basically, looks like a giant spaceship, and it's going to destroy the Earth. Um, it looks. Dumb. I hope Bill Pullman gives a rousing speech. I hope he does. I don't. I oh man, I gotta see if he he should be in this movie. Um, this <laughs> looks absolutely like guilty pleasureish. Like Tim's gonna like freak out when this comes. Oh, uh, this is perfect Tim movie. <laughs> this is this is like <laughs> catch Geostorm. me and him in an IMAX watching it. <laughs> this is Geostorm to another level, and he's gonna love it. Um, yeah. but that comes out next month. I can't wait. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I had. Like you know. I have a feeling a lot of these are going to get pushed back, but hopefully not. Mm. So I will say I'm one of the the peeps that has not seen Ozark yet, but it is something that I've got my eye on. I'll probably just wait till the series finishes up and then binge all the yeah. way through. 
I will say that like it took me maybe one or two tries after I watched like the first episode or two. It's not that it moves slow, but there is a lot going on in the first like two or three episodes. I, I just stick with it because as like the second and third seasons are phenomenal. And the third season has, as I talked about with like um, Johnny from Cobra Kai, another one of my like favorite, like off the wall characters in the third season. Um, yeah. It's it's a phenomenal show. So yeah, definitely worth checking out Uh high, higher end of the uh, Netflix uh, garbage bin. So, um, but yeah, <laughs> well, their series are usually like spot on. Like there's yeah. so much good stuff when it comes to their series. It's just the movies that are like, like you said, dollar bin or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Well, thanks for sharing. Uh, Hair, what do you got for us for most anticipated? Yeah. So first one I'm starting off with comes out uh, February 18th. Uh, this might be a guilty pleasure, you know, for the wife, um, but Uncharted. The reason why this is on my most anticipated list is because I'm excited to see if this can help break the trend of bad video game to uh, movie adaptations and just interested to see it. I don't, I don't think the trailer kills the momentum of the, of this for me. Um, it doesn't make it any more promising um, as a huge fan of the uncharted video game series. I'm, uh, I'm super excited uh, to see if they can land this one, but um, I'm going in with low expectations um, and hoping for the best. What about you guys? I know you guys played the series. Um, are you guys excited for the movie? Did you uh, see the? Uh, oh, go ahead. Good. Go ahead. Uh, I was Ooh. just gonna say. Um, I don't know. It's. I'm not opposed to it, but I just. I don't know. There's something that's like not striking it with me. Like I have a right. feeling I'm probably not gonna make it out to see this one, and I'll just. I'll catch it when it comes to streaming. Yeah. Or or home release. See what word of mouth is. Yeah. Yeah. I can't say I'm like Mark Mark Wahlberg. Like I kind of ruins it for me. Did you see That's, the um yeah. they released like this like the one of the like a scene from it? No, um, I didn't watch it. It's like it. four minutes. I'm gonna wait for it the movie. Looked, looked all right. Yeah. Wahlberg needs yeah, a look, mustache. Sully has a mustache. Listen. And he's like Sully's like 70 years old. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg looks like he's like 38 in this. I don't know what to tell you guys. But looks younger I, than Tom Holland. So we're off to a, we're off to a roaring start. I appreciate your enthusiasm <laughs> for my list. No, I'm not. Um, no, I, no, I'm I, kidding. Am, I will. Like, I'm in Greg's camp. Where I will see this. I'm not yeah. going to see it in theaters. When yeah, it comes down to streaming, you. I'll watch it. Yeah. Uh, my next one is uh, the trailer. I think dropped. I think maybe like the week after Spider Man or something. And I said I texted you guys and I said Spider Man is dead. The Northman is here. Um, and this movie comes out April 8th, tentatively for now, um, starring Alexander Skarsgård, Anya Taylor-Joy, Nicole Kidman, Willem Dafoe, Ethan Hawke, Bjork. And it's directed by Robert Eggers, who um, hasn't done a ton of work, uh, but has done The Lighthouse and The Witch or The Witch. Um, oh. The Witch, I think, is a lot better. The Lighthouse is OK. You don't have to go see him. Um, but he's a really cool stylistic director. And this movie and this trailer got me pumped i'm super excited for the northmen can't wait for it um absolutely thrilled that it'll be coming out in our world soon i was a uh bad movie fan um when you sent the trailer i i did not watch it yet i yeah, do have intentions on watching it but uh but yeah i mean uh, from the way that you're talking it up it sounds very exciting so same i didn't watch a trailer yet but um i, I, I you know i i <laughs> I Great like the cast. <laughs> I like the uh, cast, and I like like these like like I like the that like this world, like kind yeah. of like this like I don't say medieval, but like like yeah. mythological world. Um, yeah. So I yeah, I will um 
I'll watch a trailer soon. When well, I hang, I when we're done so. this episode, I'll watch it. Whatever. You guys are dead to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> next movie on my list, most anticipated, just because it looks absolutely insane. Uh, Ambulance uh, comes out uh, also on April 8th, apparently. Oh, what are you going to um, do? You can only pick one. I, what are you going to do? I'm, listen, Double there's feature, a Thursday baby. night. Yeah, there's there's the Thursday night like early show at like six. And then I'm going to try to catch that second prime um, directed by the, the great Michael Bay uh, starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Yaya Abdul-Mateen. Um, who was also in in the new Matrix Resurrections movie and was on uh, Watchmen TV show. Uh, great actor. Um, and if you watch the trailer for this movie, you get it. And I think the whole trailer like tells the story in the movie. But um, this just looks like a fun time. Uh, hopefully, an IMAX Dolby release where I can just sit there for you know two hours or under probably and just watch some cool action. Watch Michael Bay do his thing. Um, so excited for this one. What about you guys? Do you see the trailer at all for this since you didn't watch the Northman trailer? Well, yeah. So I saw this trailer because it was attached to uh, Spider-Man. And that was yeah, the first I was made aware of it. But um, but yeah, it's given me kind of like end of watch mixed with the town vibes. And uh, I'm I'm on board. Nice. My, my man. Eh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Um, all right, next one. Top. We're gonna have a Tom Cruise summer baby. Chris already mentioned Mission Impossible Seven. Looks like it's coming out in end of September um, or around then. Top Gun Two, May twenty seventh. Super pumped for this. So sad both of these movies got delayed. Um, really looking forward to these two. We kind of already touched base on it. I'm sure you guys are both in on it. Um, yeah, super, super pumped. Um, Tom Cruise doing wild stunts. So yeah, our Lord and Savior, Tom Cruise out here putting his body on the line to give us primo quality entertainment. Exactly. Let's get (laughs) it. Dude, is he really flying these planes? Because if not, I'm not watching. I I need I need everything. I need I need him to do everything. Um next on my list is uh comes out uh July 22nd. Uh it's the new Jordan Peele movie. Uh nope. Uh, there hasn't been much about this, so I'm not going to sit here and speculate or try to figure it out or do deep dives uh, like I'm some uh, Marvel nerd. Um, but it stars my favorite actor, Daniel Kaluuya. Um, love him. Uh, Steven Yeun is also in this movie. Uh, so really, really pumped for this. Um, hopefully we get something on it um, late as opposed. Jordan Peele, I think, is a, does a really good job of subverting expectations with his trailers. So I hope that's the case with this. So that's nope. Um uh, obviously, guys, you know, we, we talked about it in our what we're watching, uh, but 1014, gather around, get the kids, get everybody. We're going to be talking about it. Halloween ends, baby. Evil dies tonight. We're going to finish it up. It's going to be a great send off to a wonderful trilogy that we've highly enjoyed. I'm kidding. We're not. I'm not excited for this movie. I, I just wanted to give the people an opportunity if they liked Halloween ends to know when it's coming. But uh it's yeah, January, garbage. and I can't wait for Halloween to end. <laughs> garbage. <laughs> garbage. Um, another one on my list. Uh, this one kind of goes into the Uncharted category where I'm really kind of interested to see what ends up happening and where it goes. But Black Panther Forever, um, obviously with the passing of Chadwick Boseman, um, you know, there's there's been obviously talks that they're not going to recast, um, you know, and then obviously, you know, the Letitia Wright stuff coming out. You know, um, obviously, you know, all the Marvel movies have been pushed back. You know, Doctor Strange was originally in March. Thor was in May. This was in July. 
So going to be just interested to see kind of what happens with this movie and where we go. Um, and so, now we've got rumors Michael B. Jordan's coming in. So, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, and I think Creed 3, I think, is supposed to come out this year as well. But I don't know. Again, that could be a tentative thing. But if that comes out around the same time, if he's, you know, could be a big Michael B. Jordan uh, renaissance again. Um, listen, you can never have too much Michael B. Jordan. That man is uh, is impressive. Um, I didn't see letters for Jordan, so I'm sorry I didn't see that over the holiday season, Michael, but uh, you, you still have my heart. Um, so, yeah, just interested in that is just an anticipated, uh, you know, we talked a lot about the other Marvel movies. Um, and then last on my list is Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, now, I was hesitant to put this on my list because um, I'm unsure if it'll actually come out this year, but I also think um, there's a good chance that it will. It's a Martin Scorsese movie. Um, and it stars Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, it also has Robert De Niro in it. Um, and it just, of course, Greg, you laughing already? Well, no, it's yeah. I I'm look, I'm with Chris. Uh, Don't get me wrong. You've already said three names where it's like, okay, I'll be there, but yeah, what it's a Scorsese movie. So of course, Leo and De Niro are going to be there. No, of course. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but also it's like a Brendan, Nolan movie with Michael Caine. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> it also has uh, Brendan Fraser and Jesse Plemons in it. And Jesse Plemons, if you're not watching Jesse Plemons content, you need to you need to step it up. Um, but uh, not a lot is out on this movie. I believe it's based off of a book, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but this one just, you know, has that uh, has that don't look up thing. We, you know, not haunt. I mean, Martin's obviously different from Adam McKay, but it's got a lot of names in it. You know, it's probably one of the most anticipated movies, I think, for for next year. So it's expected in 2022. Let's hope we get it. Um, but yeah, those are those are my um, most anticipated movies for for next year. Good stuff. Am I the only one that is like not out on Martin Scorsese, but like not excited for his movies. <sighs> you know, he. I think he has like a brand similar, like, you know, I mean, obviously the, the Marty and the, uh, the Marvel thing go hand in hand, but like, I think he has a, a brand that he kind of sticks to in a way. Cause I wasn't a huge fan of the Irishman. I thought another typical right. Marty movie. And now when I came out of it, people were like, yeah, that's kind of a, a hot take. And I was like, well, like show me differently. Um, yeah, no, you're, you were so, right. So, but yeah, but I, but I think he does some, I think he still does interesting things. You know, I think of, um, what was the Leo movie with uh, the island Shutter Island? Shutter Island, yeah. Like, See, I don't know, like that. I, yeah, that's why I'm like, yeah. I, like I think it's all right, it's but different. I don't think it's yeah. yeah I guess it's different though. So, but I mean, I'll be interested to see if this is a you know a return to form. It's definitely going to be as I love to say one of those Oscar movies for sure, um, or that you know is anticipated that way. And you know, I had to have one on my list. So, see, I love um, I Gangs of New York is probably my favorite movie of him, but. Yeah, it's a solid one. It's a solid choice. Yeah, but I haven't. I just, I, 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 I like you. I've seen like a couple shots of this. Like maybe one or two. May I think it's just one of just Stills. Leo and yeah, the stills. Yeah, and I, I mean, I the Irishman. I made it like, I made it halfway through it probably, and I, that was like four hours. And so I didn't have time it's to solid. finish the it's rest good. of it. It's a good movie, but I, I saw it in the theater sadly. So I, I have to, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna have to watch that in like three parts. Like to be honest. Yeah, hundred percent. Did that have an intermission here? No, it was a oh straight shot. God. And that I think brutal. it started. I think it started at like like six forty five. So it was like I was getting out at like eleven. That's cool. Um, so you got out the next year. <laughs> yeah. 
Was that they? That was like one of those things where they should just put something on the screen. Like this scene has nothing to do with the movie. If you have to go to the bathroom, go now, and then yeah. just continue nah. it in like three minutes. Listen, is it good? Yes. Is it you know prestige? Yes. Um, you know, but I think it's fine. If 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 you you know, I don't think you need to run out and see the Irishman. I don't think it's a it's a classic. So that's my. Oh opinion. my god, it's three and a half hours. Yeah, it's a long one. Yeah, well, I'm not watching it. I'm not finishing it. <laughs> Um, all right. I saw well, the ire. <laughs> thank you guys for sharing your list for uh, 2022 most anticipated. To the listeners, uh, what do you guys have as your most anticipated for 2022? And let us know what you watched over the holidays. Um, hit us up hmm. on our social medias. We have a Twitter at PS Live Spicy, at Gregor Mortis, uh, at Phila uh, TTP, at Hair Hip 8. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And uh yes, you can find us on uh Instagram as well at Gregor Mortis, my Facebook page. Hit us up, let us know. Uh Spotify also has ranking or uh ratings now, so go ahead and leave us a five star if you please. Oh, that would be nice. Yes, it would. Uh hands, anything for the peeps? Nope. Uh watch Ozark in two weeks. Um, that's probably my only upcoming thing other than moonfall which i think i hope it break i hope it breaks spider-man's record i hope that batman breaks what? spider-man's record what all right hot take hands coming out yeah i'm, just, I'm just saying yeah. dumb things at this point it's late <laughs> hair anything for the peeps uh thanks for listening you know um this was a little different of an episode you know we kind of didn't really get into spoiler territory so i hope you guys we we enlightened you on a couple things and i hope we interested you in a couple others that we saw over the holiday season but um yeah we'll see you guys uh for our next pod appreciate your time for sure watch wind river on netflix and there you go as always live spicy spicy